This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is All Fantasy Everything, the podcast where we fantasy draft anything and everything from the world of pop culture. On today's episode, we're drafting movie deaths. We are so thrilled about our guest today. He's an actor, a producer, a proud, oh, I'm going to say lifelong from here going forward, resident of Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> uh, you know him from his work, says power, think like a man, and entourage. He hosts the podcasts Unleashed and Bad for Business. It's Jerry Ferreira. I'm your host, Ian Carmel. And joining me as always are my friends and comedians, Sean Jordan and David Borey. Let's get into it. Another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything, the podcast that uh, decided to skip Skate 'em Out Day. I didn't skip it, man. I went. It just uh, you went. I drove by. Yeah, I went. I was going okay, to go, but, but you didn't go. That doesn't count. Yeah. You didn't drive by. <laughs> it was. I didn't go to Disneyland if I was like drove on the past Anaheim, dude. I drove by. You were there. All right. I was going to. Line was around the block, and it was ages fifteen to mortgage. You know, like everybody there. You have a mortgage. I'm saying I was, I oh, was probably the oldest. Okay. I, I might have been up there with like the oldest person in line. And, or <laughs> I wasn't in line. But I was going to. It just didn't move. And then I saw a couple kids cut. And then I saw some almost what I imagine turned into fights after I left. But I saw the budding fights. And it was just like, I don't know, man. Wasn't worth it. I had to pick up Max from daycare in two and a half hours. So I had a, I had a time I had to be out. And... I just didn't, I didn't feel like doing it. Harder to justify waiting in line for sneakers when you have a baby at home. <laughs> and the internet. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get them. It's whether they cost two grand or 65 bucks. So I'm, I was trying to do this for her. <laughs> this is for my Yeah, queen. it was wild, man. That's a different, that's a different, I guess, priority list that I, I had at one point, but now I just can't. Is there part of you that's happy knowing that many people can skate in Portland? I don't know if that everybody in that line I bet you 10% could do a trick on a skateboard. There were long boards. There were penny boards. There were boards that people pulled out of their garage, I think. See, this is you, be this is you being an elitist. This is a bad yeah, look for you, man. this is finally. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the real Sean Jordan. You had to skate out of the store was the whole thing. So you had to get the shoes dirty right out the gate so, that, so they couldn't be like untouched, you know? I'd have been in there on a rollerblade with an oar, just pushing myself out with the, with the dunk yeah, on the other foot. Yeah, what is this scam? I don't quite understand. It sounds ridiculous. It's not a scam. It's a charity event, I think, where they were eBay got together with Nike and they were going to sell dunks for a sticker price for sixty-five bucks a pair, like they should be. But the catch is, you had to wear them out of the store, and supposed to, supposedly you had to skate them out, like on a board, but it was pouring rain. So I think they just you had to have them on your feet. But then kids would run to the street wipe them off, and then sell them in line. That happened a few times. They just go down the line and sell them. And it's like, 
the bad luck. I, that's what I mean. Resale, resale is fucked up sneakers. Go back to shooting people for sneakers. I think we got to bring it back. I got three things on this. One, it's crazy that sneakers have a sticker price like it's a fucking Ford Explorer. Right. You're like, well, you got to like ask the guy, and like, come on, what's the real price? Yeah. How much what are am we I walking yeah. out of here? Two, when you have a kid, every minute that goes by, you're like, oh, I only got an hour and a half left Absolutely. of like whatever I want time. So that clock stretches out. And three, the thought of squaring up for somebody at at this age on the line to fight, I'm maybe twenty years ago I would have been like, yeah, fuck that guy up, and I got the shoes, but not today, yeah. not no, not anymore. Absolutely not. These shoes would have to come with like a bonus for my four hundred one k in order for me to get in a fight for them. Well, the only and they weren't even specific shoes; it was just whatever they had. So it was just they had a bunch of dunks, but then you find I out like they dunks. they only got one hundred and fifty pairs. But they said open to the public two day event. Dog, obviously, obviously more than 150 kids are going to show up. And then I think about now that I'm older, what frustrates me and what I get mad about was the cutting. That's where I would have got. That's where I would have thrown the hands. If somebody, you're a father. Yeah, every minute that goes by, I'm like, what if someone cut in front of Max at daycare? What am, how am I going to handle that? There'd be so much manners related to stress for you. It wouldn't be <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, it was a whole it was a whole thing. I'm not an inline type of guy for anything. You're not? I won't wait for a sandwich. I don't, I'm not waiting in your fucking line. I'm already out here in the world. I got to wait in your line. No. I'll wait for a sandwich. I just want to say David doesn't speak for all of us. Yeah. If, you, if you got a sandwich, <laughs> if you got a sandwich with a line, <laughs> I, I, I'll wait in that line. I ain't going. I'm pushing up the street. I'll get some noodles. I got 15 minutes in me. If you hit me with that 20 to 30, even right. if I'm waiting for it, I'm out. Like Bro, 15, I, I could do 15 on the phone. That's nothing. I could do a 15 minute bid. <laughs> 20 to 30, I can't do it. It's unreasonable. Yeah, but what, if par- what if they're parceling after 15, 15 at a time? You ever get hit with that where it's oh, like, it's only going to be 15? I'm out. After, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> But if they got like you, you were 15 in and they're like, hey, man, it might be another 10 to 15. I got both of those 15s. I might well, not have a 30, but I have two 15s. There is always an Arby's nearby. We can handle this. There is. Exactly. There's always an Arby's nearby. Or whatever it is, wherever we're going. I don't like those sensors at a restaurant. You get that buzz you when when it's ready because then oh, you just yeah. stare at that fucking thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, like I think it's things. broken. Every, every time I think it's broken, I'm like, they're probably calling our name. I know I got mine before they got theirs. And there's a buzz. Always, that's always the shit where they're like they are for sure here before, after me right for sure him and all those kids you got a table for seven you don't got me and my girl like get out of here yeah but that guy's the, that that's the roma tomato hookup that guy's yeah, like that's important actually, i gotta get that's him tony in. roma that's tony <laughs> roma dude <laughs> seanus jordan is here sean cougar mel and jordan on instagram seanus jordan on twitter sean patrick jordan in real life yeah there it is Sean, about to go to Boston. Yeah, man. In Boston tonight, actually, right? When this drops. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get there a day early. I'm going to go to Harvard. (laughs) Walk around. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you actually? You should go get a lobster. That's what I did last time we went to Boston. Hate seafood. I'm going to walk around Harvard, try to find a skate shop, and uh, chill out. I'm I'm excited. It'll be fun. Try to pick up three minutes for the Celtics. Uh, <laughs> some garbage time. Yeah, I'll just I'll just show up, see what they say. Yeah. Bro, Celtics garbage time is still coveted right now. They are fucking clean. They're too good. Peyton Pritchard, Oregon legend. Peyton Pritchard can't even get garbage time for the Celtics right now. <laughs> Oregon legend. He'd start on the Knicks right away. <laughs> <laughs> right away. Uh, what, what's going on, Sean? How are you, dude? Good, man. Chilling out. Everybody, if you are feeling feisty around December 29th, come to Faded. 
in Portland. We got Simon Gibson in the house. He's fantastic. Every word out of his mouth is hilarious. I do not say that lightly. You will love the show. So come hang out. Other than that, that's it, man. Hanging out with, going on tour with you guys in a week. There also just might be people who are in town for the holidays at that show. I don't know. I yeah. don't know who might be there. LaMarcus Aldridge is coming back. LaMarcus Aldridge is from Portland? He just played for the Blazers. But I said oh, Aldridge I because I told cool. him they should name the Tillicum Bridge LaMarcus Aldridge, and nobody liked it. So I just said Aldridge. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, thanks. LaBasket Aldridge Aldridge, dude. <laughs> I, he's a Blazers legend because he took two meetings with the Lakers and didn't sign there. That alone, <laughs> hang, his, hang his jersey in the rafter. Ghost of Kevin Duckworth is going to be there doing 10 minutes. It's going to be great, dude. It's going to be a great set. Yeah. Steve Blake is going to be taking a charge on the show. Bonzi Wells. Bonzi Wells will be there. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Roy, sense, a little Brandon Roy action. Brandon Roy is going to be doing 10 minutes on the show, dude, until his knees give out. And then <laughs> Seated. Greg Oden is booked, but he won't show up. It's yeah. going to be great. <laughs> Who was the, the old blazer that tried stand-up? Who was it? It was um, oh, dude. Um, there was a blazer. Oh man, Were you, when you he guys were up in and down, stand up a couple times. Uh huh. Bill Walton. <laughs> Shout out to Glenn Davis. I love you, dog. But you gotta stop. <laughs> is he doing? Is Glenn Davis doing stand up? Oh yeah. Uh, Big baby. Big baby. <laughs> I feel like your name's Big Baby. You can do stand up. Star studded event. Star studded event. David Borey is here. Cool guy. You excited to send on Instagram? Hey. Not on Twitter. No. Starting power forward for the Denver Nuggets. Finally. <laughs> you see no, the I'm onion? so happy with the Nuggets. I'm sorry about Thursday, Ian, but you know what? The Mavs just did it to us the day, like two days before. It's the circle of life. Yeah, we lost by we'll one get you. to the Mavs. Uh, we're, we're so good. Uh, you know, watch the Nuggets uh, December 22nd through 25th. <laughs> I'm going to be at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club in Las Vegas. And after Christmas. that, I'm going to, on vacation, you know, so don't text, don't write. Unavailable. I will kill you. Have you seen Dion yet? You didn't answer me. I haven't seen Dion, but I feel like because he, bro, since Dion <laughs> said that he is coaching at CU, I see Dion everywhere. I see Dion at the water grill. I see yeah. him at the fucking 7 Eleven. I see him outside of King Supers. Everywhere I go now, I'm like, that's D- that was prime time. I know that was prime. I feel his presence. He's coming. Yeah, he, he's here. I, uh, I don't know where he lives. <laughs> Bro, it's you gotta find them. It's like you got to get on that staff. I feel like you could talk your way onto that staff. I think so too. And it's like fucked up that like I don't even like see you like that. But this is one of the biggest things that's ever happened to me. Like as far as people moving to Colorado, it's like Sierra because we know how Russell worked out, and then yeah. <laughs> prime time. Like it's like right here, man. It's a it's 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 big for the state. It's big. I feel like. You know, you ever watch that documentary where they talk about Vince Carter in Toronto and how he like brought yeah. bottle service to Canada <laughs> and changed the city? <laughs> I feel like that's what there's like a line time. you can draw from him to Drake, bro. That's yeah. what Prime Time is gonna do. He's gonna bring barbecue to Colorado. Shout out to Yazoo, but we need more of it. You know what I mean? I think it could did really you see be- the speech? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's telling people they can leave. Yeah, no. I'm coming. I just love that I'm coming. And then at the end, I think his son was running the camera. They point out the social media team. And he basically kind of said, like, you guys do all right. I'll put you on my social channels. <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, he's already inspiring. <laughs> he's a business, man. Yes. <laughs> Yo, I'm so <laughs> it's big. It's it is huge. Like it's like for Colorado sports, it's like I mean, back when I was in high school, we had a seven footer at Ralston Valley Valley for basketball that's about it 
That's the only other thing I can think this big. I can't think of anyone better equipped for this new age of college football with like a full blown transfer window and like yes. the, like now now the bag is legal. Than Deion Sanders, who definitely took the bag every year he was at <laughs> yeah, Florida dude. State. Bro, college football got so sexy, and he was like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> it's like sexy. He went to Free Shoes University. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's he's what ready. I'm He's ready to go hook people up with the, uh, what, what's the sponsorship called? The N NAIA? NIS? NIL, yeah, NIL. It must be the money. My man had a single. Come on. Let's go. See, he was probably still going to be bad, but whatever, dude. He should coach just via necklaces. He should call plays via different chains he wears. Mm -hmm. Just big. <laughs> the way, like, the Oregon sidelines hold up, like, the big pictures with, like, four different, you know what I mean, to call, like, a different It's crazy because he's going to be the first coach to get his own shoe. Oh, oh no. dude. What's his name? Had a monarch. Uh, oh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll yeah, had a monarch. Pete Carroll had, had a monarch? Yeah. He had a monarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a buddy who's real into monarchs. He's dumb. And uh, he got the Pete Carrolls. So it's going to be Coach Primes. We're going to yeah, be rocking Coach Primes. Coach Primes. I'll buy Coach Primes. I'll buy I would wear Coach Primes. Yeah. I think my feet would be too wide for a Coach Prime. Yeah, it's going to be a narrow <laughs> silhouette. It's going to be like a, not a Kyrie, but it's going to be. Try to run a 40 and some Coach Primes. <laughs> popping Papa, Papa Achilles. Papa Tibia. Yeah. yeah. We've never seen somebody tear every, every ligament in their entire leg. Yeah, well, I tried to run a 40 in the Coach Primes. What do you want to do? I haven't I'm ran a 40 in 35 years. <laughs> I saw you run a 40 a year ago. Go, Sean. I can't believe nothing popped. I really can't. <laughs> you had a timed 40? We did foot races at this comedy festival in Denver this summer and uh under six, I hope. I think it was under so. six for sure. Okay. It, it, everybody was under six. Everybody I want to say high. I got like four eight or something. No, Am I crazy? That's not that's you not, did not run a that's, four eight. You didn't run a four eight. You that's definitely didn't run a four eight, dude. Jeff, Jeff Tice didn't run a four eight. The guy who beat Listen, you. Listen, Jeff a Tice, we don't give a fuck what Jeff Tice did. I'll <laughs> yeah. say it right here. <laughs> <laughs> the finish did. Didn't nobody start to give a shit what Jeff Tice was doing, and nobody's going to finish caring about Who, what he's doing. So, as far as like speed wise, the two fastest guys, AJ and uh, Yadoye, they probably ran four eights. That's because okay. AJ ran track at CU Boulder, and Yadoye played college soccer. They're like, but you did not run a four eight, no, Sean. I did like a four six, <laughs> just under. Yeah. What did I do? Five two, five three, five four? I don't know. You were timing it. I think you probably did a. I think you did a gentleman's five four under six. Respectable. Hey, Respectable. Not bad at all. You have a daughter. Still athletic. <laughs> I do have a daughter. <laughs> That's like kind of a Ben Roethlisberger, a Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> like year fifteen of the career sort of level four. Right, like he's still got it, but he's not known as a scrambler. You're like Cruck rounding second. <laughs> <laughs> that was Brady's 40 combine time. I think yeah. it was five five. Was it really? I think it was I think it was low fives or so. He had the worst combine ever. Yeah. I think he ran like a faster 40 like on his 40th birthday than he did yes. coming out of Michigan, I think. That's Correct. hilarious. And had more hair now than yeah. he did back then. Hmm. Yeah, that dude's juicing. Hmm. Something. I don't know what the juice is, but there's juice. As is four dudes with hair, would you guys ever juice? <laughs> For what hair purpose? Juice? Like, what am I trying to do? No, I, I mean, like, hair? I just, I just, yeah, hair. Like, I just saw a dude from my high school who was like luscious in the back of the day, and now he's a straight up bald guy, and it's got me shook, to be quite honest. It'd be tough. <sighs> I got a creeping hairline for sure. <laughs> Are you gonna? It's it's working its way, but it's like the way it's like trying to leave a party without anyone noticing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not like clear. It's not like oh shit, where's Ian's hairline? But it is like cu- taking a couple steps back, not saying goodbye to everyone. Like, Listen, I know a guy who knows a guy. If you're like, if the only way I juice if it's you could get me the limitless pill, I'll take that. Well, you you're just good. Take your hat off. Oh, I'm just saying in life. Oh yeah, I want you're the limitless pill. You're yeah, flowing you right. locks. You got yeah. flowing locks. 41. Yeah, I'll just beautiful. throw the hat on the futon, bruvs. <laughs> who needs a who needs a lid when you got a hair, hair like yeah, this? I'm not, I'm not worried. I'm not worried either. But you know, I'm going for those like bald guy roles. I think I'm not gonna. Oh. I can't pass as like a dude in his you know like 20s, 30s anymore. So like I'm just gonna go Tucci? for like I'm gonna be young Tucci. Maybe just like a yelling neighbor. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Maybe like man, like dude who manages a deli, screaming at somebody. Like any just sort of like creeping hairline rolls i can get my hands on you know what i wonder if it creeps all the way back would you go full monkey butt or would you shave that whole shit <laughs> i might go statham they don't do monkey who does you monkey gotta butt? go statham i might go statham and just hope i have a beautiful skull if you bust out just the bottom i feel like it makes you look older yeah then just yeah. Like- it definitely does the clyde drexler yeah cut that shit all off some say that was a difference between Clyde and MJ's. Clyde just hang on. He hung on too long. He yeah. hung on too long. That MJ was it. Went, went shave early and just different careers from that point. That's oh, the killer sure. instinct. I don't like MJ <laughs> right. with hair. When I see those first couple seasons, I'm like, I don't, I don't like No. Well, he, he was playing to score, not playing to win back then. Exactly. And that was the difference. Exactly. Jerry Ferrara's here. No dates. Thank you so much for joining us. No dates. No, no date. I got no dates. But you got, I mean, you got podcasts. You got stuff to promote. I got podcasts. I'm, I'm, I'm writing on this Netflix show now, which I didn't even know I was a writer, which I'm, I'm figuring all that out, trying to get back to New York as much as possible for some Nick games. So, uh, yeah, that's all the good stuff right there. Good insurance in the guild, though, huh? The WGA, they take care of you. Not bad. I mean, the SAG insurance ain't bad either. I, yeah, it's, but it's now apparently good. they're. It's pretty good. It's not bad, but <laughs> I feel like I just like joined the WGA and they're like, "Hey, okay, we're, you're down the strike, right? We're gonna strike." So I'm yeah, like, maybe oh, I just got here. I just got here. And you guys are already asking me to do they're something. Just, I just, just got making here. sure you're down to ride if they need you. I'm, I'm down. Look, I'm down. I'm down. But like, give me a minute. Can you just give me like the card first? I didn't even get the card yeah. yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to pick it in front of some like local CBS station in Cleveland. Oh, <laughs> get my ass kicked. There's a different line, not the shoe line, the picket line. I'm gonna get my in ass kicked. Line. It's gonna be you and Drew Carey holding sign. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk about this Netflix show, or is that a is that a lock and key situation? It's a little bit lock and key because you know it's not the official green light just yet, but it is, you know, I, I spent a little time in the entourage writers room. I wrote a few episodes in the final season, but that was like a hundred years ago. So, uh, you know, this is definitely a, a different little pivot for me, but, uh, I'm loving it. I think writing is the hardest thing in the world to do. I mean, act it's all hard, but to me, yeah, blank page hard. to a story or a joke or whatever. I think that's the hardest thing to do. I don't understand how people break story yet. I don't I don't get it. It's so crazy to me. I've been like a late night writer for eight years, but my wife like writes narrative TV shows and stuff like that. I don't understand it. I did I did, like they're like by page three, it should like this should be happening to propel the story forward. And every time I'm on page three, I'm like, there's more jokes. It's just been three pages of jokes. I don't yeah. understand how people do it. It's, I have so much respect for it. It's, it's, yes, it's a whole new, I'm like in school right now also, yeah. like in a way, and I'm learning from, it's uh, Courtney Kemp's new show, who was the creator of Power and all the spinoffs, so I am learning from one of the best to do it, so it's, 
it's it's a little bit like a class situation too because I'm sort of the new guy. Fantastic. Well, I'm the old new guy. I'm like, dude, yeah. went back to school. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm Rodney Dangerfield at back to school. I'm like the old guy. Uh, fantastic. Well, keep an like eye out it. for that. Keep an eye out for that. Listen to Unleashed. Listen to Bad for Business. Watch Entourage. Watch Power. Watch Think Like a Man. Watch wow. any other plugs? No, that, I'm plugged up. That's it. My plugged hair's up. not plugged up, but I'm plugged up. All my stuff. Catch me getting plugs at a, <laughs> at a clinic in North Hollywood here pretty soon. Uh, my name is Ian Carmel, at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Ian Carmel on a Jewish uh, Hanukkah app coming up soon. Oh, December yeah, 18th. Season. Everybody keep an eye out for Hanukkah. It's, it's going to be big this I'm year. I'm going to be with you on the first day of Hanukkah. You, yeah, you'll both yeah. be with me on the first day of Hanukkah. This is going to be great. Is that where we're going to the Music Man? Is that on the 18th or is that the 19th? What, okay, wait. Six, shows the 16th. I think I think the Music Man is the 17th? Saturday. We're going to a Broadway Saturday. play, Jerry. We're going to be in New York next week, and we're doing a Broadway play. I'm fucking amped. What are you seeing? The Music Man. Oh, the Music Man. They yeah. go, oh, all right. Is it next You sound like you never went to a Broadway play before. You're I like, haven't. we're doing no, it. I'm, never. Never. I've never had enough money to buy dinner in New York, let alone go to a play, so I'm thrilled about it he's also never had a scallop <laughs> it's also it's also hugh jackman who's playing the music man which oh is yeah awesome. damn right hugh jackman sutton foster all the songs you know and love dude it's gonna be a time it's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a be real sick. time river city uh what do i got to promote listen the shows in new york are sold out there's uh if on the off chance that you're in boston and <laughs> yeah. you haven't bought a ticket to the wilbur yet today there are Tickets still available. There are. Sur- surprisingly. Couple, couple surprise, two, three. Surprise, surprise. We three. weren't able to sell out the 1,200-seat venue <laughs> in the city we've only played once before. But we have sold a ton of tickets, and we appreciate everyone yeah. who bought a ticket to come see us in Boston. It's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be so fun. Uh, thank you for that. And then keep an eye out for more dates soon. I think that's about it. Uh, watch the Late Late Show. Listen to All Fantasy Everything. Shout out to super producer Marissa. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Yo, yo. That's me. Now we are gathered here today, not only to shout out super producer Marissa, though it is important. We are we are here to draft <laughs> something that I can't believe we haven't drafted before. This is such a good idea. It is. We're drafting movie deaths. Once I started making my list, I could not stop making my list. This is like yeah, this you is a rich. How many of them are? <laughs> like, this you, is a rich you know? and fertile field. I had to lighten it up. I went to a dark place for a minute when I was like, I was like, oh, well, because I was getting all bummed out. I was like, I'm gonna die, <laughs> for a, just for a second. And then I for a second, and you know, I don't think that way, but it's like, yeah, I, because I, there's a lot of good, super sad. You know, I'm sure we'll yeah. get to it, but it's like, you know, it just classic plot device. Yeah, took me to a dark place just for a second. <laughs> is this when you realized that your own mortality was preparing for this draft yeah before that i thought it was me me, Damn, and, me and lestat we were just gonna we were gonna live forever and Thanos. Good lestat paul fantastic <laughs> yeah lestat, that's paul. crazy did you read those books <laughs> what do you think david i i kind of it goes <laughs> no. either way with you i read the dirt i read the heroin diaries i read juggalo those are and you read the vampire lestat never read three no the wife and I went on a tour in the Garden District of New Orleans that was put on by like the New Orleans Travel or like Historical Society, mm-hmm. and we and we're thinking like this is going to be amazing. What a city of rich history, going back to the 1600s, the Spanish, the French, the American. You know what I mean? Like so many layers of history. And we show up, and the lady's like, 
y'all like Anne Rice novels? And we were like, no, we've never read them. And then she was like, oh. Like she realized she didn't, she wasn't going to have a lot to say. And then it she was done. She still, but it was from the new one. Like it, it wasn't supposed to be. It was just supposed to be like a garden district tour. But this lady clearly only knew about Anne Rice shit. So she proceeded to give us sort of an Anne Rice tour of like referencing all these books where we were like, and that was like inspired the setting for Lestat's appearance in novel four. And we were just like, oh, okay. That, and she pointed out where Peyton Manning's dad lived. And that was kind of cool. <laughs> I'll take <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we went, we were on a, a tour of the Quinault National Rainforest in Washington, Laura and I. You have to. It was just the two of us though. So the dude just acted like he was with a couple homies. He stopped at his boy's house to charge his phone for a little bit. He was oh, point, yeah. he pointed he, he he goes uh he goes that's where Dave and Gene live. They've lived there for I don't know 50 years. And I'm like who gives a shit. And then he Taking took us pictures. through the forest and he goes this is where the government and then he looked back he goes not a lot of people believe this but I do. This is where the government tested their lasers and all the trees went sideways. <laughs> he said all the trees went sideways and Laura was so fucking mad. You could see in her face cuz he was talking about Bigfoot and shit and I'm like hell yeah. Give me all this. And she was just I don't know. She just wanted well, a tour. the Bigfoot tour. I just wanted the laser Bigfoot tour. And I know where your homie lives with your phone charger. It was tight. Laser Floyd, laser Bigfoot. I'll sign, <laughs> sign me up for all of them. Now, uh, the way we determine the order of the draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors played between the three of you. And we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. oh David wins. David wins by Odd throwing a paper out. against two scissors. It's the only way to play three-person rock, paper, scissors. David, as the winner of Rock, Paper, Scissors, it is incumbent upon you to determine the order of today's draft. Before you do that, I will remind you, it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? That's a great question. <laughs> Since we were talking about snow, it's like if you have to dust the snow off the whip, off the like the windshield, you know, if you got to mm-hmm. scrape it or dust the snow off. You, if you know what you're doing, you go, you start at the top and you go from the right to the left and then you just go down a little bit and then you go left to right, go down a little bit, right to left. And you do powerful scrapes. It's about a powerful scrape. It's not about being repetitive. It's just about like chipping at the ice. So you just give it one good and then pull back one and uh, just back and forth like that. That clears it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do it, or at least when I did it, it's always the credit card that doesn't have any spending left on it because I don't have. You delam it. Well, it delams the credit card, man, when oh, you do it. Yeah, yeah but yeah, so yeah. what? I'm not going to use that credit card again. I'm I, had, I had a card like that for getting into doors. Yeah, it's a door card. It's a <laughs> scrape and ice card. We would just turn on the, the heat and then like get down because it starts defogging at the base of the windshield. And we would just tell ourselves that it's fine to only be able to see like two inches out. Oh, you drive all hunched over like Leota looking for the helicopters and Goodfellas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Try fucking there, Karen. <laughs> They're fucking there, Karen. Why would you do that? <laughs> Karen. Basically, if you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. That's what a serpentine draft means for all our listeners. David, with that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? I'm going David, Sean, Jerry, Ian. Hot corner. Hot corner. Fantastic. David, that means you have the first pick in the movie drafts, all fantasy, everything draft, and we will get to that pick right after this short break. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, Now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> That's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance 
just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers, just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed. This is it, except, of course, except of course. for Unleashed and Bad for Business, right. available everywhere. Podcasts can be found. Mm -hmm. But those are the three. That's, That's it. it. If yeah. you want a podcast, those are the three. Yeah. Zach Harper tries to pretend like he has a podcast. He doesn't. That's a oh, fiction. Oh, shout to Bill Harper. Shout <laughs> out to William Harper, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he, just came, he just came to my show in uh, Portland. Oh, he made the trip. How was the Portland show? Good? Oh, it was great. great. It was a very fun time. I told a couple jokes. They were good. People like it when I make fun of stuff. <laughs> what more can you hope for? I met Harper's co-host for uh, Pedophobe when I was in San Francisco last weekend. And it was Pedophobe? Fun. Yeah. Is that what it's? That cannot no, be it's called, it's called. No, it's called, it's called Cinephile. Dog. Dog. It's about to say, yeah. what? Where's this going? Where's this show going? Am I, I was, on the right show? I was kidding. <laughs> That was we've I, gone far. We've gone far right. I don't know if pedophobe is, you know, no, like that was the doing? last time. The last time Harper was on, we had like a five minute joke about it. I didn't just make it up. That's <laughs> true. I guess pedophobe is what you would want. Afraid of children. Yeah, I didn't say the other or one. Afraid, I said pedophobe. Pedophile. Yeah. Afraid of pedophile. It's good to be cautious. Yeah. Right. Cinephile. <laughs> or is it cinephobe? Cinephobe. Cinephobe. But it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't exist. There's three podcasts. We mentioned them. <laughs> David Boy, what is the first pick in the movie drafts all fantasy everything? Oh, man. I brought up this movie a few times on this podcast. I'm talking when he fought. I, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for World's spoiler Greatest Dad. Spoiler alert for this dad. whole episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't have fucking played it. Then. I'm talking World's Greatest Dad when he finds his son. Oh, damn, dude. 
that shit was in and it's like mm. it's also like the whole crux of the movie so it's very important but like robin williams you thought that he could only be hilarious and then you see him do that and you're like whoa there's this whole other there's this whole other thing you could have done you know what i mean it's like it's like it's that scene's amazing it's amazing yeah. and it's so and he's so conflicted but it's still like because the kid was so bad and it's just, man that shit that shit that shit is it, 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 it blew me away blew me away even the first time i saw it blew me away i think we had different strategies for this draft <laughs> <laughs> that's, strategies. that's why i went to a dark place this shit like that so i had to, I had to dig myself out that movie is heartbreaking man it's in the bet in the craziest way like shout out to bobcat he directed it right Oh yeah. Oh man, that shit that shit was it was it was uh that movie's a head fuck. But that 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 death scene is like one of the one of the best ones I've ever seen in a movie. World's greatest dad is one of the all time like when video stores were still open, slash like when it first appeared where you're like, Ooh, Robin Williams, world's greatest dad, I'll grab this. <laughs> yeah. Bring it home. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it looks funny to me. Yeah, he's holding a coffee mug on the Follow cover. Follow up to Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> yeah, it's in the Bruce Almighty font. Like, yeah, yeah. Be exactly. Let me throw this bad boy on. Uh, you know kids, what I mean? The, kids, the parents are visiting. Yeah. Mom and dad are in town for the weekend. Let's find some lighthearted Robin Williams there. Late career Robin Williams, throw that on. It was next to RV. <laughs> <laughs> it does look very inviting when you. It I looks just, like it's gonna. It doesn't look like someone's gonna die jacking off in it, like right off the. <laughs> holy buckets! It's, holy buckets! That's not what kind of movie it seems like it's gonna be. Uh, no, but then that guy dies jacking off. Yeah, God, which it's heartbreaking. A, which also was not even a thought that had crossed my mind before that. No, although you heard like there were always rumors about like who's the dude from uh, uh, David Carradine. David Carradine, the right? Kung Fu like guy. died like that. The Kung Fu guy. But I also don't need a belt to jerk off. It's good enough. The NXS guy, too. That was the word. Oh, really? He died. He belted it? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's the word. I wear a belt when I'm jacking off, but just around my waist. Like where <laughs> I, it's gonna say, I also wear I would need to hold up my pants while I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or I wear my black belt sometimes. <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> Donovan got me that black belt that says Badissi Jojo. Sometimes I wrap that up. Yeah, absolutely. But that's like, yeah, just so you're aware, Sean Jordan holds a black belt in Taekwondo. I I I, I, I guessed as much. I I, I get it. <laughs> also, it's pronounced Taekwondo. Apparently, <clears throat> it's not Taekwondo. No, taekwondo. we've been doing it wrong for this Taekwondo. This you could have waited online. You would have been fine. You would have yeah, mopped dude. those kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing they don't teach you when you start taking it. Is like. First of all, this never, ever will work in a real fight. Never. <laughs> Isn't that ever, like the ever. taekwondo the first thing? They say thing? Is run. The taekwondo thing. The first thing they say, they're like, "All right, if you get, if you, if you smell trouble, run." Whistle. And you're like, "That's what I, I, I'm here, so I don't have to run. I've been running every day." And this dude trying to steal my red jean if you jacket. Get in trouble, call oh, an adult. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody tries to Go steal your someone. Pierre Cardin, J.C. Penney's silk shirt. Oh man. Dude, I had this red denim jean jacket that this kid beat me up every single day for like a month off the bus trying to get. He never got it, but should've, I should have given it to him right away. You had red denim? Yeah, this is before the crypt days. You're like a stripper. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a red denim jacket. Yeah, red denim jean jacket. Oh, 
Was this after Rough Riders Anthem came out or before? Like which way? Way way before. Way before? Man, you had your finger to the wind. This is like when I was trying to dress like I was in um, What About Your Friends video or something. Like I was with hanging out with TLC. It was like cross colors, like orange cross colors, red jean jacket, goofy hat. Carl, can I shoes? That, that is that kind of thing. Insane. You used to dress like Jenny from the block. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw a child in red denim, I wouldn't know what to think. Why is this, no, why is this kid so you think, confident? You think uh, no dad at home? That's the first yeah, thought. For sure. Nobody told him this was a crazy move. You got African no flag colored braces and yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, you had like fat dookie braids. <laughs> well, you know, I did have little like Mike D braids back in the day. I, little no, I'm boy. sure that you did. What else would you have to compliment the red denim? Anyway, can I make my first pick and lighten it up a little bit, please? <laughs> I have like a God, we li- live different. Li- I had like little baby Izod polos and shit. Uh, I had a lot of vests in the nineties. A lot of vests. Somebody sent me a vo- little voice text on Instagram the other day. They were like, "Hey, man, I'm listening to an old episode, and I can't stop laughing about." How you saw that dude hand the heater to the other guy in front of your middle school? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't know. Weird, the Roscoe. Yeah, you know, you were you were not risk youth. First pick, I'm going. I'm diving into true romance. Okay, I am going where Patricia Arquette ices out James Gandolfini. Yeah, that's a good it's, one. Oh yeah, it's that's one of the one. most one of the most saddest because like a part of me was just trying to go for who do I want to be? Who do I want to die in a movie? Who do I you know, want where dead? You're like, yeah, well, in the movie where you know, when like James, he was so. I think that's part of it. Yeah, you got to feel like some justice, but that scene, it's like, it's so violent. It's so they're both so good in it. He's so scary, and she is so good at acting. Like, she's just so hard. You know, she knows those scenes where they both know exactly what's about to go down. It's just like, how are we going to do it? They're just doing the dance, but then she gets the drop on him. Like when she puts the corkscrew in his foot, and he's like, okay. Like, or no, wait, is that what, she grabs the corkscrew yeah. and she's holding it up. And then he's like, you want to dance? And he goes, he says like, stab me with it. That's crazy shit. That would be so scary. But then she does the G move and does it in his foot. And then like ices him with the back of the toilet, the top of the toilet, and then gets the shotgun, right? Yeah. Five yeah. days to shoot that scene I've read. Oh my really? God. Five days. Yeah. The Gandalfini didn't do a lot of interviews. He's like, he's my favorite all time. I think. Yeah. And he was on the actor studio and he talked about that and kind of how fucked up he was after doing that scene because sure. of how violent it was. And he's like, five days. Oh Shot my that God. over five well, days. Dude, look, look at all the moving parts. I mean, all the all the glass breaking and like, that's they a probably day. Clean Going it. through the glass is a day. Right, totally. right, right, right. Oh my God. Yeah. Every time, and like, they got to reset that room for because it was so, there's so much shit everywhere. And like, the makeup is insane. The whole. And just, yeah. that's your week. Like, you got to come home to yeah, your wife. Dude. She's like, what'd you do today? <laughs> and just to be in that headspace. Like, as yeah. James Gandolfini, to be in the, like, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm killing this girl for like five days. Let me be in like the headspace where I'm like murdering Patricia Arquette. Man. That whole movie, there's, you could do just a whole, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. do a whole draft from that movie. But it's, just, it reminded me how, God, man, I love that movie. It's so, it's just so good. All, every single part of it fantastic but that's she's scene. laughing during it too you know what i mean while she like like bleeding like snotting out the nose and like laughing at him like she's making ridiculous. Fun of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah you look ridiculous <laughs> it's like an opposite scene like all that th- like usually you're used to like you know the one like please no and she's like do hit me harder i don't give a fuck it's yeah. like whoa fuck yeah it yeah. circumvents all expectations <laughs> 
Yeah. She's been through some shit. You know, I danced with her sister one time. Did you really? Yeah, in that Beatles video. Oh, that's right. They can, You considered an Arquette sibling. Yeah, they call me the fifth Arquette. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Billy Preston of the Arquette family. <laughs> <laughs> Toto's song Rosanna is about Rosanna Arquette. You know that. Rosanna. Drummer was dating her. Hell yeah. Tony Scott, dude. Tony Scott was such like a, like, like a, a visual director. That's like such an insane thing to say. But just like, lot, like lots going on. A lot of very like stylistic in those scenes. If you think about like. Well, not to dive That's, into if you want to pick it, but like at the the end scene, there's all the like feathers in the air. The whole, I mean, the whole, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he's one. He's one of the best to ever do it. One of my favorites. Yeah, I don't want to say other movies, but so good. Such a like beautiful like, yeah, like, yeah, doing a lot more than he has to, and I think the movie always like benefits for it. I don't think this is gonna be the last time we. Talk nope. about Tony Scott. In <laughs> I don't think it will. I, like, I hope so. Feel like he's gonna be coming around again. <laughs> let's keep it. Well, let's keep it rolling, Jerry. Time for your first pick. Your first pick in okay. all fantasy well, everything. I'm not going Tony Scott movie now. Look, this is tough to decide because I I see David's version, I see Sean's version, like sentimental <laughs> versus guy should person who should die. I also look at it as an actor. Like, what scene would I not want to shoot? Like, how yeah. would I not want to fucking die? Because you're gonna be there all day. Someone like pisses on you and lights you on fire. Like, you know, I don't want to die like that. So a lot went into this, but I'm going. I'm just going popular death for the fur. I'm getting on the board. Uh-huh. I'm going Hans. Oh from yeah, Die yeah, Hans Gruber. Oh, yeah. Getting on oh, the board, yeah. the slow uh, motion yeah. makes it amazing. Although I always wondered as a kid, like he's also has the gun in his hand. I think, yeah, he when does. When they're have taking the, gun. the watch off, yeah, like he could have theoretically went pop pop on the way down. Yeah, could have. So I mean, that's the problem with a lot of these deaths, right? You think like <laughs> you could have lived. <laughs> well, he couldn't have lived, lived, but he could have taken. You could have got one back, Snape. He could have got one. He could have took got, one with him to the other side. Slytherin at least gotten Bonnie with him, right? So. When when they did that, they just dropped him, right? They didn't tell him. Is that why he looked so surprised? Is because they just dropped him without saying that when. The, they were... That is the myth that uh, whatever safety version they had, though. But they didn't tell him the yeah. take that it was going to be like, hey, we're actually going to drop you on this fucking take. Yeah. His face looks like someone. Which I, I know For he's sure. a fantastic actor. Yeah. No, he <laughs> Rest in peace. Scared. Enough respect. But he was scared out of his mind yeah, he when, they, when he started shit. falling. And slow-mo doesn't make anyone look less scared ever. So it's like. You just right. slow mo that already terrified look. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I just figure too, it's Christmas time, it's the holidays. Right. Everyone always debates Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Is it not a Christmas? So I'm on the board with Hans Gruber. That Mr. Tucker. That checks all the boxes because that's like you want this dude to die. He has earned that death by just being a bastard for like an entire movie. You're like, I I fucking hate this guy. I love him. That's how much I hate this guy. But, but he was pretty cool with the accent, too. He made him like you for a right? minute. He liked him for a minute. Yeah, you were kind of on his he side. He only killed... Hans only killed two people in that movie. He killed Mr. Tukagi, and then he killed that cokehead. What was his name? Um... Oh, oh God. Hal, 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 um... No, no. Hey, uh, Lewis? Or what? He no. goes, these people oh, aren't God. your friend. Oh, Ellis. 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 I call him Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Let me get, let me get a coat. You just... He had it coming. That dude See, had it coming, too. Because you're just like, man, that guy's at, he's begging for And he was trying to snitch. So that, fuck that guy. But One of the greatest teeth performances of all time. That dude's <laughs> teeth are doing like a lot yeah. of work in that movie. <laughs> I will say, better teeth, though, Iceman and Top Gun. That's the best. Oh, yeah. Those are, that's the the, I mean, that's the top one. That's the top one tooth performance. Yeah, that's the he best. He was working as toothpick for some of the yeah, movies, that's, oh, too. That's yeah. some of the best tooth yeah. that I've ever seen in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, huh? The the other thing the Hans Gruber death has is a catchphrase, dude. 
because uh when when uh when Bruce Willie kills him, it's the uh oh what is it? Happy Happy Trails, Hans. Oh. Right before he shoots him. Because mm-hmm. he's got the gun taped to his back. Hans thinks he has a drop on him. I always wanted to try that. I think it'd, it'd be like, I know the adrenaline's going, but it'd be so hard to rip something out of duct tape on your back. one bullet. Yeah. And yeah. remember the maniacal laugh, he was just going, <laughs> and he just yeah. pulled it out. Like, the <laughs> laugh distracted. I too would be like, what the fuck? Why are you laughing like that, bro? You're about to die. <laughs> you can't have a gun taped to your, your back's too bloody to have tape stick to it, first of all, so... Because Han's like, what is it that thing you say? yippee Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he starts laughing. And then Han starts laughing. And the henchman starts laughing. And then <clears throat> iced, iced, dude. Happy trails, Hans. Now, and he falls. And Johnson brought- and Johnson are like, I hope that's not a hostage. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But you kind of, you drug it down with your Hans impersonation. But then you brought it very home with your Bruce Willis impersonation. Thank you. Because you, you think Hans is Russian for some reason, from what I just heard. What? Have you, I don't know what he was. <laughs> Mr. Takaki. What is it here? They never said. I don't think they ever said. Yeah, that's not the point. They were just terrorists. Yeah. Citizen yeah, of they, the world. It yeah. was a blanket. Terrorists. A blanket yeah. terrorism. <laughs> you know where I know they were from? The red, white, and blue. That's what I know. That's right. That's goddamn right. <laughs> I think a couple of them were. I think a the couple of them. The hacker dude was. Okay. Oh, yeah, he was. Theo? Oh, yeah. shit. You're right. Theo, that right? Guy. And all around the house was stirring on a mouse and one security guard. And you're like, okay, so you're from, you're from like right here. Yeah, you're just from like Cleveland. You hooked up with these dudes about. <laughs> that dude's local. They called a, they called like a staffing agency oh. and they were like, do you have a hacker who's willing to die for a, for a terrorist action? Oh, yeah. We'll send someone right over. Uh, Hans Gruber. That's one of the great deaths. Perfect. One of the great deaths. Uh, that's what, what what I was gonna take, but now it's time for my first and my second pick, as it is a serpentine draft, like scraping off a windshield, kind of. As it, that's right. That's exactly right. If anyone's confused as to how that works, uh, hate to paint myself into a corner with the Jewish paintbrush here, but it is <laughs> the Jewish paintbrush. The Jewish the paintbrush. Ju- By the way, if you ever passed a pamphlet called the Jewish paintbrush, do not read it. Please hand it back to the person giving it to you. They don't have your best interest in mind. Yeah, I have to take. Isn't that an just, old ABA basketball player? The Jewish paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> he played for the Minneapolis Lakers, I believe. Bucky Lowenstein, yeah, dude. Bucky Lowenstein, the Jewish paintbrush. Long uh, wingspan, dude. A lot of low post stuff. A lot of low post work. Five eight, but a six eight wingspan, dude. The paintbrush. <laughs> he invented the skyhook. He taught Korean. <laughs> Long arms. Uh, I I got to take the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, uh-huh. sure. They open the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, and all the Nazis get iced. Yeah, and specifically, <laughs> specifically that weird circle glasses doctor. Yeah, yeah. Face melter, eyes still in the front. Just like one of the one of the great deaths of all time. God scared the shit out of me as a kid. It's scarier yeah, than any that, current yeah. day death. Like with with like modern CGI and stuff. That's way creepier looking. Practice like you talk about earning it. They're fucking Nazis, so right off the bat, you're excited to see them die. They've been bastards this entire time. They've got their hands on the Ark. That's bad news for everybody. And then, like as far as like graphically, just like amazing, like practical effects. 1980s couldn't do it on a computer. Had to figure it out. Full blown, just like disgusting. You see them the melt. It's great. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's scary. I just I watched it. I've watched the clips of so many deaths in the last couple nights just from Do you remember the which was a Temple of Doom? Which is the one where the dude oh. in Indiana Joe reached through the guy's chest oh, and yeah. Yeah. It's Temple of Doom. Yeah. That fucked me up when I was a kid. I hope that's not anyone's death. I apologize if I just stepped on the death. That one fucked me up. Not the main character at all. Those that movies one scared me. Up. Those movies scared Ooh. me as a kid in general. Well, because you're old enough to be like, wait, 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 wait. And then you have to look to an adult <laughs> to be like, tell me that that, right? Right. No? Like my heart could come out? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd and he be didn't even get, right? The guy just went like this, like he was pushing it through, like, I don't know cheese or something it's just like yes. you're like my body can't be that easy to get through right it's gotta be harder i got a chest plate they all had scary deaths because i feel like indiana jones is now off the board like in sure. uh holy grail the dude picks the wrong grail and then just yeah. like immediately turns old they were all just like <clears throat> they were all like creepy deaths a lot dude. of stuff you didn't want to have happen since we're talking about it to be honest could you guys do the hand in the bug in the bug pit thing with that fuck with any of you i couldn't even kind of do it I, I, would, don't do, I don't do that shit my daughter would have to be in there for for me to do that and i would oh, still yeah yeah but it'd be tough i don't know bugs and, and, don't uh, fuck me up like that man so what if a cockroach was like on you it wouldn't i don't you'd like be all it right? but i'm i'm afraid of like any animal bigger i'm afraid of like any animal bigger like if it was like a like a bunch of raccoons no i wouldn't do it see for <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of cute though. No, they're not. They're fucking. They have hands like people. They're mean they're as cute, shit. Though. Cute little. They are mean as hell. I used to have standoffs <laughs> with them in Golden Gate Park sometimes, and they'd be looking at you. <laughs> like what? You need to watch. Like, you need so to watch I used to mess with this girl who lived like across Golden Gate Park from me. So like, you mean you I'd used be, to leave like flaming bags of poop on her stairs and stuff. No, like, I would have it? sex with her, Sean. I'm an adult. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I would walk across the park back to my house a lot of times at like three, four in the morning, and you would just see these. You'd be like walking across the baseball diamond or something, and these raccoons would come out of the bushes, and then they just like it would just be a stare. Mean mug you. It'd be like a stare down. <laughs> like I'm looking at you, and you're looking at me, and it's like, so what are we gonna like do about it? It was like James Gandolfini and Arquette. Yeah, <laughs> luckily it never went that way. But I, yeah, yeah. I don't trust them at all. I, I, I'm scared of them because they're bigger than you think they're going to be. That was Gandolfini, dude, going method to prepare for a live action Pocahontas. <laughs> getting ready, getting in character. Oh man! Uh, Nazi Jones. face melter and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Time for my second pick. Good pick. I gotta get. I gotta get Arnold. Oh man, going yeah. down. Thumbs oh, up. Oh, yeah. Melting. Come on. That's amazing. Thumbs up. Heart-wrenching, dude. A hero's death? It was amazing. Yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. Shout out to James Cameron, dude. No, I'm was... going to go see I'm going to go see Way of Water. I'm seeing oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah. You're going to go. I'm going to oh, go I see it, dude. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Come on. I'm seeing that in 4D. I saw Wakanda forever. I thought it kind of sucked, but I still saw it. I'm dressing up like it's the opera. I'm going... <laughs> Take we're getting all gussied up. I got a confession. What you never seen Avatar? Never saw Avatar. You never saw the oh, first man. brother. Just visually, never saw it. Just visually, it's worth it. So, quick story: we had James Cameron did a cameo on Entourage back in the day, right? He played himself, man. Yeah, well, we, and yeah. In between one of the setups, he's like tells us, "Hey, come back to like he had like his own trailer and shit." Come back to our chair. I want to show you what I'm working on. He starts showing us like the drawings for Avatar. This is in 2000. Yeah, that was four, like four, three. Oh shit! What? Yeah. And it's just a bunch of blue people. But you, out of context, you're looking at it. You're like, I don't know what movie <laughs> this, this guy is making. <laughs> <laughs> Should we tell him? Yeah. 
so I just never, and I, just, I don't know, it just, it just slipped out of the ether. So I'm going to like watch that before. I, in a weird way, though, it has paid off because now I get to, I'm jealous of people who get to watch dope shit for the first time. Totally. After Absolutely. everyone's watched it like a hundred times. Like, I get to watch that from scratch, Dude, you know? So. That's the way to do it, man. That's why I don't watch popular shit. I've only seen yeah. the last episode of Game of Thrones with these guys. I still have the whole thing. I can do whatever. Yeah, it's a good position to be in. <laughs> position of power. We yeah. like uh you also have the benefit of remembering what happened in Avatar because that first one came out so long ago. Yeah. That I don't right. I have no idea what happened in that first movie. I mean, movie. it's just Pocahontas. I re saw it when they when they re released it a couple months ago. I went and saw it again. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just Pocahontas. It's pretty much what it is. They paint with all the colors of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pocahontas getting a lot of heat in this episode. That's two. Yeah, that's two. Yeah. Coming for you. <laughs> Trending up, dude. But uh, yeah, T-1000 just going, get, getting melted down. A hero's death. That shit hurt, too. Like, when T-1000, like, I felt that. Because I remember we saw that as a kid. I'm pretty sure we saw it at the drive-in in Tacoma, I love Washington. A drive -in. Love yeah. a drive-in. And it was uh -huh. like, a, if I remember right, it was a double feature and it was like the first one was a kid's movie, and then the second one was T2, and I was supposed to be asleep, but I caught it, oh, if yeah. I remember right. Kinder kindergarten Cop T2? A full Arnold extravaganza? It it's yeah. not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that. That that one hurt, man, because you thought he was going to take care of them. They yeah. needed someone to take care of them. We loved him. A robot learning to, like, learning to love. Classic story, dude. Yeah, yeah. In real life, it's not going to be the same. Time honored. Shout out to Arnold. Shout out to Arnold the dog from Entourage as well. Shout out to all <laughs> Arnold, dude. Shout out to Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Yo. Shout the out drink to hey, in the man. Yeah. Uh, that's my second pick. Jerry, time for your second pick. Uh, this is tough now because you start to round out the squad no, here, and there's lead. so many good ones left on the board. I'm going Sonny Corleone <laughs> yeah. at the oh, toll booth. My God. I can't believe we got out of the first with that. I can't believe we got I, out of the first I kind of feel like I stole something here. Yeah, I feel, that's crazy. I, I kind of feel like I stole one. Um, I kind of, but again, one of the deaths as an actor you're like, how many fucking squibs you gonna put on me? Wait, oh put a hundred and fifty. As someone who's been squibbed before, it's not fun. Does it yeah, hurt? It's what just there's like? still little explosive devices. Yeah. You have on like a vest. You don't really. It doesn't hurt. But someone's pointing a gun at you, and you yeah. feel pressure, and it, it's enough to move you. That's why you yeah. always see people die like this. It does move you a little bit. It's a little explosives with blood packets. So. I think the most I've ever had to wear, I think, was eight. That motherfucker wore like 150 squibs. I think it's the most squibs ever worn by an individual in one shot. And what year so was that? So that has to be I mentioned. I feel like that was worse squib technology. <laughs> it wasn't great, but I think he even had a few on his flesh, like on his arm that went uh -huh. off. He like burn marks and yeah. stuff. It's So uh, I feel like for that alone, that needs to be someone had to draft that. But also iconic toll. I mean, we talk about the toll booth all the time. You say Dude. toll booth, that always goes yeah. through your when mind. The toll, yeah. When the operator just ducks and then Sonny's like, what's <laughs> take you the see corner for a second, like, wait a second. <laughs> and then yeah. all the dudes pop up because you I wasn't expecting all that, like the six dudes to come out of the other toll booth. Right. The car just Tommy for sure. Dunham. Mm -hmm. I've been watching like toll booths in the forty. That's like a toll booth yeah. in the forty. Who knew that that's yeah. what toll booths look like? Have you guys been watching that show on Paramount Plus about the making of The Godfather with Miles Teller? Yes, no, I watched it. Good, so though. fun, so much. 
It's just like fun, man. And yeah, the book is awesome. It's kind of loosely based off of, or there's another good book if you ever want. Uh, I think it's called Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli. I shit you not. That's the name of the <laughs> book. Uh, also, a good behind the scenes of of the golf. But the offer is great on Paramount. No, Play. that's awesome. But now I gotta t- figure out what to retitle my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> How do they know he was going to take that road? I don't like that. What do you mean? It's the only way to get to his sister's house. Yeah. He was on the way to Connie's. There's only one road in, one road out that take go between. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I think I just decided I'm going to rewatch The Godfather tonight. Oh, dude. That's a good call, David. Why is it so hard to kill like a mob? And you'd think like in all these movies, it's so hard to do, but you're like, they're, they're not the president. It just seems like it should be Some easier are to hard do. To kill, Sean. Yeah, I know, I know, and I know what that do you I'm mean a, to, like, a get, to get to him? Just yeah, just I mean, thousands and thousands of you watch all these movies, and you're like, this person was around so many people all the time. Just seems like it takes one person. Yeah, but who the doesn't. people around him know him, so it's like people understand there's but consequences. Like passers on the street and stuff. Like you, you also got to be ready. Like you have to know if he's out in public, you got to yeah, know that yeah, you're gonna yeah. die. There's not yeah. a lot of people I don't think who are willing to kamikaze that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not well, doing it to win a war. They're doing it, or I guess they're doing it to win So when, when Gotti killed Paul Castellano, who was the mob boss of the Gambino yeah. family in 1985, it took, they planned that murder for like seven months until they found the moment and they so got wild. the right amount of guys and the, the best story and they got them. I literally think it's almost to the day. Uh, Christmas time oh, outside of Spark Steakhouse in Manhattan. Because it's also that king shit, right? If you're going to shoot at the king, if you're going to shoot for the king, you have to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't, ain't no half step. And that's why we can't kill that mob boss, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put the toolie up. You guys can't see, but Sean's just waving a Glock around. Yeah, dude, the whole podcast. He's <laughs> been watching the time. I'm going to use the word gesticulating. Yeah, one of the new ones, Gen 5s. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Jordan, you and your Glock, what is your second pick? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to take it back to uh, one of the most fun movie deaths to watch. Another iconic one, um, kind of funny, but just just a great movie all around. It's about a professional doorman, which just doesn't seem like a movie that there should even be. But I'm going the throat rip in Roadhouse. Oh, oh that's so good. yeah. I just happened to watch Roadhouse randomly also, about that two weeks about ago. About a cooler, Sean, get it right. <laughs> yeah, a famous, a world famous cooler. It's just so such a good movie. But that scene is just, it's just. It's crazy to think about that happening. Just, it's kind of like the Onomshi by Indiana Jones, where you're like, ah, "Can you, can you do that?" It seems a little more feasible to me. But he, I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> you'd have to have like total drug dealer fingernails on every, every nail would have. To, you'd have to dig in and get it out. But yeah, it was just crazy. I remember not having seen the movie and then somebody telling me about that, and that was the only reason I watched it back in the day. And then you wait and wait and wait and wait, and then he just does it. In a place where you don't really think it's gonna go, the guy's already there, almost dead, and then he just <laughs> rips his throat. <laughs> it's nuts, man. <laughs> but Barry holds it holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, there's some great deaths in that movie overall. All of them, man. I mean, that's like with these movies, it's hard to narrow it down to the one, especially the like your diehards or whatever, where you're like, I don't know. There's a, they're all pretty rad. Not rad, but. You know what I mean? Movie red. Movie red. Movie red. Movie red. Movie red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Dalton ripping out um 
Because that, you remember what the guy says right before, like when they're fighting? Do you remember that dialogue? No. They say some crazy shit. I don't was, remember it at all. He, lean, he leans over and he goes, I used to fuck guys like you in prison, is oh, what he says. Oh, God. And I, it's probably something you wouldn't probably say in a movie these days. And you, you're just like, holy, because I hadn't seen it in years. And I was like, jeez, and rice. And then he says that. And then he starts to try to kill Dalton. And then Dalton gets the drop on him. And then rips his throat up but they really the dialogue in that scene they really paint that guy to be the worst I'm guy watch that scene it's it's gnarly sam elliott is sexy as hell in that movie too man. he's sexy as hell in everything man oh, he's sexy in hell in everything but like he's in a space he's like hit a very unique and special level of sexy in that because he's got his long hair and he's always doing this thing like when in the middle he of a might, fight he might be sexier then and i'm sorry i'm sorry to say this he might be sexier than Pat Swayze in that movie, dude. Ooh, he is not. No. He Come is on, not. man. That's he crazy. You're wild. Take, you take like a certain you. kind of. You take no, a woman no, who. No, no, you no. take a woman who's been hurt. She might want to be with Sam Elliott more. Uh 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 uh. Dude, Patrick Swayze says the iciest shit in that movie. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. No one ever wins a fight. You don't get sexier than. No one ever. The doctor goes, "You ever win a fight?" And he goes, "Nobody ever wins a fight." That is pretty oh. sexy. The fact that he does that, yeah, yeah. Look, that's Ellie is a good consolation prize. Yeah, for yeah. like yeah. The, the friend, you know. Yeah. Like, it's true. Those two dudes walk in. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's a good wingman. Yeah, nobody's, you know? nobody's, nobody's going. Nobody's girls going home like satisfied. <laughs> those two dudes walk in. I just think you ask you ask a certain kind of woman. She's picking Sam Elliott. I think that's fair. A, I think a that's certain fair. kind of a certain person. Kind of, sure. I'm just saying, I think she's got like a kid at home. He's acting up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, she's Sam looks like he can get on the kids level. You know, she doesn't have a, a great relationship just... with her ex, but he's still on the on the scene. You know what I mean? Like, he's not out of her life completely, but it's a bad <laughs> relationship. But he does have partial custody. Like, I think you go for Sam Elliott. There's a path. Yeah, there's yeah, a there's path. path. Definitely. He has a path. Definitely. Definitely. If a you path. haven't Chance. seen them in action, you're going to think Sam Elliott's bucker than Swayze for sure. If you haven't seen him in action, you don't know that they're equals. I'm just I saying. would think might... that Swayze was young and ripped. I would think I would. I would not. I'm not fucking. Listen. <laughs> Two tough guys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Two tough guys kissing. Everyone wins. Everybody David wins. Borey, time for your second and third pick. I mean, I got to take it. I got it on the wall. I'm taking Cleo and set it off, man. Oh. That shit. When he, she told him to get out the car. Like, she told him <laughs> to get out the car. Knew what was going on. Keeps going. The ghetto birds are flying. LAPD in the front and the back. She just smokes a cigarette, like, crying. And just hits it, man. That shit was, that shit was amazing. That shit was a running theme on this podcast. But Queen Latifah does not get enough credit, bro. She hit the switches. Ne That's what she did. Never she had. smoked a cigarette, <laughs> hit the switches. They had the machine guns on her, the helicopter, and she just drove through that shit. And you see it, like before she slumped. There's like this shot where she's just like back smoking the cigarette and like just like driving through, and they're killing her. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. She's got the tight. She's got the Sean Jordan braids in. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> think we should call cornrows that. I'm not, I'm not for that. Yeah, please. That. She's got the Sean Jordan. Let's get that going. Please, please, please. I'm not please, for it. I'm not for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is, it's just like, it was like a, it was like a, it was like a music video. It, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, high yeah. drama overall. Cause the movie is not. You know, I mean, it's fun. It's fun. It's, it, a, it's, oh, fun. it's not fun. It's but that a, helps the movie. That's the that best part of the movie. That uplifts the movie. That's yeah. the yeah. best part of the movie. That's the best part of the whole thing. Because then also you forget 
She gets out at the end. She gets out oh, with the, the Uzi. Right. She gets, right. So they, they like, so she not only does she drive through them, they slump her. Then she comes out with the Uzi. She's wearing like a Dickies coverall suit. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> Uh, we can call that the Sean Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's got the Sean Jordans in her hair. She's wearing the Sean Jordan, pulling out the Sean Jordan. Uzi, man, it was a good day for me. She comes out with the Uzi, and then she dies like on the top of the fucking car door, and it's like she's got that like uh, moment. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Brave man's death. Yep, brave man's death. Her hero's death. Told hero's the other death. girls to get out of there. So yeah, Cleo. In set it off is my second pick. See now I don't know where I want to go. Well, it's yeah. Okay, I have one, and tell me if this is fair. (laughs) This is where I like you going. This is I just want to know if this is reasonable. I want to do it, and it will be off the table. But I don't think any of you guys are going to pick it. I want to do the funeral scene. For Miles and my girl. Oh, well, they don't. They don't show him. Uh, yeah, they get, don't because he gets stung by all those bees. Right. I, don't I mean, that'd be crazy if that was a deleted scene really in my girl. Uh, <laughs> do, I mean, I, I would that count? definitely I think, think we that. Can t- I mean, Jerry, what do you think? How do you feel? I this think is that counts. Topic. Yeah, I think it counts because it's an it, it's an iconic death. Even though if you don't, if it's off screen, the yeah. actual physical death, and because he was a kid, I think that was actually done in good taste. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> and as a kid, though, that's definitely a, that was a memorable one for that sure. Like, you say that dog traumatic. Yeah, I didn't know children could act like that. He can't see without his glasses. Oh, bro, yo. Just like yeah. that shit was a ama- because she wasn't even supposed to be in the funeral member. And I she could like, feel myself welling up when you just said that. It's yeah, crazy. I got goosebumps. And Macaulay Culkin is dead as hell. Oh, as hell. Oh, and he's that still qualifies. got like, you remember, he still had like, uh, he still had like mar- shit on yeah. his face. Well, yeah. And then Jamie Lee Curtis like comes to pick her up. Dude, <sighs> that shit. That was like, <laughs> Seriously, I'm almost going to cry. That this shit crazy. was, that shit was, it was, it was insane. Dan Aykroyd is like Ava. Ava, aliens are real, oh. and like, yeah, that part, that 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 one was like, <laughs> that was because I remember watching that movie as a kid, not knowing that that was coming. Yeah, dude. Because nobody no, tells nobody you. <laughs> you have an emotional death team right now. Oh, your team solid. has a lot yeah. of emotion solid. Yeah. Solid. 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 in your solid. squad. They're, they're all feeling it. They're all feeling it. Yeah, yeah, because she like ran off right, and then she ran into that guy she was in love with. But uh, yeah, that that one was like. Woof. And then she started like, you should put her fingers. It's just like, how do you even get a, how do you get someone to do that? Let alone a kid is insane. And yeah. now she does comedies that uh, Anna Chlumsky woman. Now she, she was in like Veep and everything. So she she's was like, on, yeah, in Veep for a while. Yeah. yeah. She's like stayed, she stayed in the game. Good for her. She didn't become a crazy child actor. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, that scene was like, oh man. Damn. That's icy. Yeah. That shit fucked. That shit fucked me up as a kid. Because also as a kid, when you watch it, you're like, that could happen to kids. That's <laughs> right. the killer where you're like, oh, wait yeah, a minute, bees? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I see wait bees every day. Second. There's bees everywhere outside. It's an uneasy piece with the bees. It's an yeah. uneasy piece. Uh, I don't look at them. It's like David no. the Park you know with the I raccoons. Love an uneasy piece. I feel like we, as humanity, you remember when they were like, hey, all the bees are dying, and it could cause like crop, massive crop death and famine. 
I feel like without My Girl 2, we act faster as a society to stop that. <laughs> Quicker without response. My Girl. Yeah, I think like, but part of us were like, well, fuck the bees. Yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah. We don't like them. Yeah, they're anymore. not helping us. Actually, fuck the bees, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sean fuck Jordan. MB. Time for your third pick. pick. <sighs> this is tough. Um, uh, you're not going to. All right, I'll do this one. Um, I'm going to go to The Departed, and I'm going to go to the... Yeah, I'm going to go to The Departed. I'm going to go to the very last death in The Departed where Marky Mark shoots Damon, where Damon just walks in, and he's just standing there, and the whole, like, that whole last, whatever, I know we've beat that movie to death on this show, but, like, that whole last part of the movie, you just, you're like, so when's he going to die? When is it going to happen? And then he just walks in, he's like, just, just do it, I'm done. My girl's out, I tried to snitch, like... I couldn't. He, I just. He just did everything. Isn't Marky he's Mark the wearing worst. the like no DNA yeah. suit too? Like he's gonna, yeah, yeah. He's he's got like a hairnet. Yeah, yeah, he's got the booties yep. on. Yeah, the booty. <laughs> like like he's bringing the couch th- in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a fucking pottery barn delivery guy. <laughs> we uh we hired movers for the first time in my life when we moved into this crib and. They all had the booties on, and that's all I was thinking about. Was like, hmm, that's that's what I think. <laughs> what if they, what if what if they ice me right now? Yeah, yeah, I see the booties. I'm like, guys, thank you. You really yeah. didn't have to do that. I don't For even care sure. that much. But the, the that that's just class it's all the way. Yeah. Thank you. I just got a, I just got a dresser delivered, and they did that. Yeah. yeah. Also, though, tried to play me. They were very much like, you live here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like really? also like oh. like some like wow, you live here, and then they're like, are you are you are you from Denver? And I was like, listen, man, I can get a pottery barn dresser. Don't be like that. Wait a minute. They were saying Whoa. it like they were saying it like you live here. I think it was I think it was here? I think it was like you live here. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. It was not great. No. I still tipped because <laughs> I always tip. Got tip. <laughs> There's like it's it's still racist, but the the what what is that black guy doing here thing in society at like fancy places? Well, no, no, no. Where no, that wasn't even the vibe. The vibe do you was think more that's like what it is? the vibe was more like because they were young. They were they they were Mexican dudes. The, oh. And we were talking about the nuggets and the shit. The vibe was more like, wait, you're like me. You live here. That's what. Yeah, right. But they're like, what did you do to get here? Yeah, like that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told him I was like, I rap. You have to. And that was on me. 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 But there's people that like like there's a black guy here at this fancy place. Are they are they like a rapper or an actor or an athlete? Like that's there's that thing that happens in society. This is a white this is a white lady building though. Because every time yeah. I see my white lady neighbors, they're always like, That's seven eleven. It causes such drama. I'm like, I shop there. That's where yeah, I do my shop. Like, no, I'm always it's a seven eleven. I stay at a seven eleven. They know yeah. me. Yeah, there's drama if they're out of the fucking uh, the jalapeno. Yeah, yeah. go go taquitos. Yeah, there was drama when yeah. I couldn't buy some clear eyes before that Zoom call the other day. That was the drama. Be- <laughs> oh yeah. Shout out to the guys God. downstairs. They're really working. Fucking yeah. shout out to 7-Eleven. I like. There's a there, like our version of a seven eleven on our street. I mean, there's like. A couple, like I guess, what the there's a couple mini marts, but then there's also like a fancy ass, like bougie mini mart, and you uh, can't get anything you need there. Like, yeah, you I can't get like your chargers that. and shit. You can't get anything there, bro. In Denver, I don't know what's, I don't know what our deal is, but we have so many. I think we got to have the most Seven Elevens per capita. There's a lot of every city. It's like every 
it's 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 like every other corner. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're all they're franchises, gonna, but like mine is all like active too. Mine is active. Yeah. <laughs> like this Seven Eleven thing, man. They are active. All <laughs> all of them. I don't know what it is. It's fun. It's interesting. Even. I'm never, it's never, I don't know. I'm never sketched out. I'm just like, mm-hmm, all right, let's see. Yeah, between see the outside what, what and the has. inside, you can buy anything you need. Yeah. Like, if you can't. Do you even know why it's called 7 Eleven? Because they were open to, they were, they were open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. back in the day. That was the whole. Is that so it? they never, but once they stayed open 24 hours, they just stuck to the old name. They're like, fuck it. 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 Mm-hmm. We come this far with 7 <laughs> Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's got craps energy. Even though it encourages people to think we're closed after 11, we are actually, in fact, open at 724. <laughs> Nobody late night at 7-Eleven banked on them being open. They were just like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot my shot and see. There's so many of them out here that I call them all 7-Eleven. Like when I'm, in, when I'm in Portland and I go to Plaid Pantry, I still call it 7-Eleven. Shout yeah. out to Plaid Pantry. Yeah, late nights. Plaid Pantry had the Muddy Bears, dude, that you couldn't get at 7-Eleven. Chocolate-covered gummy bears. Jerry, time for your third pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Muddy picks. <laughs> I feel like now we're in the territory where pit, like picks are going to start coming off the board. So this oh, one's yeah. crucial. Uh, and I got three that I'm looking at. So I'm trying to go with, in a way that I could maybe get two out of these three. Don't take the one I want. <laughs> uh, it might it, it might happen. Uh, I'm going Denzel in Training Day. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. It's good. Come on, that shit's amazing. If you want a death, that's a death. Alonzo in Training Day because he did so much before that. He uh, knows. Shoot out with Jay. Like it's just so many times it could have happened. And then the way he just goes out, the Russians just roll up. I I just think that's one of the most iconic deaths in a movie that is like a perfect ending. And then Dude, it like they... starts with the with the uh with the uh, the voiceover of the news story that he said was going to happen yes. to uh-huh. Ethan Hawke like man. Yeah. That, that took me a long time to put that together that that's exactly what he said was going to mm-hmm. happen to Hoyt. Yep. Uh, but also when the Russians laugh at him, woo, that shit is crazy. It's a perfect death. Yeah. He's trying to go for his gun, right? Oh, yeah. Well, and he's been like bullshitting everybody all day. Yeah. Well, then he left Hoyt to die. I mean, he did. To, that's some foul shit the, all day. And then he killed his boy. All he was everything. A, he was foul. Denzel was a dog. I know, but it's just they really paint him as a as a bad dude. He's also cheated death so many times in that movie that like part of you thinks that even though he just got machine gunned by the Russians, you're like, okay, yeah, but he's all right. He'll be all right. No, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> right, pop up and right, shoot right, everybody. He's, he's gonna bounce right back. I should feel bad for the Russians in this situation. <laughs> they don't know what they just got themselves he's into. He's probably got a Newport waiting. Yeah, he'll be yeah. even the stuff with the kid when they're in the apartment and Dude, oh, Mendez's his- apartment and he like calls the kid over and he's like actually trying to be a good dad. Yeah. He's like, Jake, wait, there's a kid here, Jake. We know you're not gonna do it. Yeah. No, you're not going to shoot. And, but he just knows that's like my advantage. He's not going to shoot because there's a kid here, but I will. Yeah. It's I crazy. Will. Yeah. That movie's crazy. But that death is, yeah. Also, that's it was my suspenseful because didn't he pull up and then there was a girl like smoking a cigarette, right? Uh huh. Yes. And you're like, yes, oh, correct. shit, it's happening, but you can't quite tell. He looks forward because he knows right away. He looks forward and then he's like, but he doesn't run the light because he's probably just trying to think for a second. And then as soon as he starts to run the light, they block him. And then he, yeah. It's, dude, he's such a hustler, too. Like that scene with Eva Mendez in the bedroom where they're naked and he's just got money in his hands. Hoyt comes in. He's like, 
all right, you passed the test. Now put the gun down. You're going to give my lady a heart attack. And I'm like, I'd, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I'd put the gun right down. I'd be like, like shit, Jake, you passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah, thought you were trying to kill me when you left me at Smiley's house. <laughs> yeah, you passed that PCP test. Oh, I'm in? Sweet, I'm in? <laughs> when, when Smiley had that gun in your mouth in the bathtub, that was a test for sure. <laughs> oh, I made it. I did it. They were all actors. Smiley, come on out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clap it up for Smiley, yeah. everybody. Uh, that's that's on Smiley. Yeah. That is one of the most tense scenes in a movie I could think of, is that card scene with Smiley and everybody. Oh. Jesus, dude. Oh, yeah, because what's yeah. his name from Blood In, Blood Out takes it to the next level where he's like, you ever had your shit pushed in? And you're like, Oh, Isn't it called no. pig too or something yeah. like that? At some yeah. point in the car game, he calls him a pig. Oh, my bad, pig. I mean, yeah, officer yeah, yeah. or whatever. And then oh. as soon as they tell him Lonzo left, you can see him, the whole, all four of them, they're like, all right, how do we, the dance. That's like the scariest yeah, shit. Yeah, also, that if dance. you're in a situation with a guy who's willing to kill a cop, man, you already fucked up. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, they know. A cop brought you there. <laughs> Good Snoop cameo, too, yeah. by the way. Don't oh, yeah. That. Good Snoop, Snoop in the, cameo. Snoop in the chair, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Damn. I smell bacon in this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in the front seat with him. I'll bet I'll whoop his ass. That's such a fun line. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, man. We're, get, we're getting the iconic ones off the board. All right. I see where we're at. I love it. I, I, now I'll go off the menu after no, no, that. No, but I got no, my big no, three. Got, I got my big three. I, I got my go, big three. Oh, you got, okay. I see. I see. I see. I thought you were about to go off the menu right now. I'm like, I no, gotta go no, two. no. I'm, I'm sitting back now. <laughs> I got I got a robot dying. I got some Nazis oh, dying. Look at you. Now I'm going to the animal kingdom. Oh, no. I'm going uh, to the briny uh, deep. I'm not going to the depressing animal. I'm going to the briny deep. <laughs> I'm going to Jaws. <sighs> okay. With the fucking scuba tank in his mouth. Smile, you son of a bitch. Bam. Shark explosion. Smithereens. Yeah. Yeah. Smithereens. Shark explosion. Shark explosion. I love a fucking, I love a, I love a movie star quip. Like a big blockbuster, Steven Spielberg asked, give me a fun quote. Give it to me. Yeah. Give it to me. Smile, you son of a bitch, and then a shark exploding. Gave yep. the people what they wanted. Give the people what they wanted. We saw the shark terrorizing the small beach town for an entire movie. Kills Quint. You know what I mean? That's a great death, too. I assume John's off the table. Eats Quint. Yeah. He kills all these other people. And then just like he's hanging on at the top of this mast, fucking Jaws swimming at him. Jaws. Brought down by his own weakness. A lot like me. Can't stop putting stuff in his mouth. Loves just to eat. Can't stop. <laughs> can't can't stop. stop it. So he's got the scuba <laughs> tank in his mouth and he just pops him. Scuba tank blows up. Water like it's like full of like red shark guts and everything. Wild. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I, w my wife and I just went on our anniversary. We, we stopped at Martha's Vineyard somewhere I've never been before. And I did oh, yeah. the Jaws tour. Like a fucking nerd. Uh, they no, have dude, Jaws no, tour. Every dope. corner is like, want to do the Jaws tour? There's a Jaws tour. So I yes. saw all the spots where they shot the movie. They show you the hotel with the whole yeah. cat. They show you like the bar where Quint apparently got drunk and then fucked up his lines the next day and then they had to reshoot his lines. Oh, hell yeah. And then they have the Jaws bridge, which is like the toward the end of the movie where Michael and them go out on their little boat and they, they show you like the clip of the movie and you're there and you could jump off the bridge into the water, the Jaws bridge, it's called. And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> you don't want to no. jump into the Jaws water? I didn't jump yeah. into the water on the, off the Jaws bridge, but ever in Martha's Vineyard, if you're a movie nerd like me, go do the Jaws tour. It's, it's oh, yeah. two hours long, and it's amazing if you love that movie. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. happen to like Anne Rice, there's a historic tour in New Orleans. <laughs> if you find the right lady, how is what is what's the vibe on Martha's Vineyard? How is that? I hear I hear you know the name, what? but I don't know anything about it. We we hadn't gone anywhere because we had like back to back kids. So my wife and I hadn't gone on a trip with just us. So this was gonna be our first one in years. And day two, we're there. We did the Jaws tour. Day one, day two, my wife wakes up had COVID. So we didn't leave oh, the fucking fuck. hotel. We did nothing. <laughs> Jaws tour hotel for five days and then. Flew back home. We did back nothing. To Cleveland. Don't Jaws even know is what the vibe out here is. Getting people. Fuck. Years years later, Jaws is still out but here. But Jaws fucked people. me up so bad when I was a kid. I was scared to take a bath. I thought that dude was gonna come through the drain <laughs> and get me. I was scared to take a bath when I was a kid after watching Jaws. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> Would it be oh, in the pool funny. alone? Everyone gets out of the pool. You're like, wait a minute, where'd everybody go? <laughs> you start picturing your own legs under the water, yeah. and you're like, who's seeing them like that? Somebody's seen them like that. I mean, that affected lake swimming for lake, like open water swimming. I still, because of that, she's like, nah, I don't, I don't, I just don't like it still, and I probably yeah. never will. You don't like open water swimming? I, I, I'll do it, but I, I'm not like we were in Costa Rica, and I it was like you could see to the bottom almost, and I still was like I don't know, man. There's a lot of water out there. Jaws. Something could come. I'm not too quick in this water. <laughs> My wife swam with sharks on our honeymoon. I'm like, you are inside. I'm gonna, I'll stay on the boat and take pictures of you. I ain't doing that. Yeah, I got the camera. You'd... I took all the photos. She's like smiling. I'm yeah. like, you're swimming with fucking sharks right now. So this could, you, you could be married for two weeks and then sit. I'm a bachelor. Yeah. Right. These are either going in a frame at her house or on a documentary on the. Discovery Channel. <laughs> right, it's going to be on my new dating profile because I'm single now. <laughs> I've been I've been in the water with sharks. I scuba dive my whole family, but they're like, but the little ones, like little three foot sharks. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's bearable. But if anything, <sighs> anything bigger than me, no thanks. No, no, no thanks. Trust man's oldest killing machine. Because I don't yeah, have I don't... The, I don't have the tools in the water. No, you're supposed to punch him in the nose. What yeah, are you supposed well, to do? I, I don't. I've tried to punch him in the water. It's just like so. Nobody ever says punch him hella slow in the nose. Yeah, that's yeah, what happens. Yeah, be like, yeah. I have those dreams sometimes. Oh you yeah. You ever dream where you're just like trying to hit somebody, but it's like underwater all the time? Oh god, I hate it. Man, I I had a. <laughs> this is wild. I had a dream that Laura and I got shot in front of our daughter Batman style. Jesus we Christ, Sean. I woke up the other day and I was one of those dreams where I looked at her. I was like, man, I did, just had to like just sit there for a second and be like, you're good. You're good. It was <sighs> insane. It, I won't like go. But yeah, it, I was very <laughs> stoked when I woke up. Don't go to the opera. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. You know, I live at the opera. Live at the opera. Time for my fourth pick. I got to go. Mm. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> A sexy dog. Oh. oh. Uh, okay. Okay. I know. How long's your list? Mine's like 30. That's why it's so hard. Yeah, to I got a lot of mention category. Yeah. We'll have a big honorable mention. Free agent pickups. I'm going to go. I'm going uh, Rutger Hauer in Blade Runner, dude. Oh, see, I've never seen Blade Runner. You haven't seen Blade Runner? Mm-mm. I haven't Mm-mm. either. I just know Rutger Hauer because my stepdad loves B action movies. Dude, Rutger yeah. Hauer. <laughs> oh, dude. Hobo with a shotgun? If you want a wet buff, a wet, almost naked buff, dude, if you're looking for that, Rutger Hauer at the it? end of Blade Runner. <laughs> he, he's the replicant, Batty Roy. He's whole, it's like Rutger Hauer, like Blade Runner is like a, it was like a commercially successful, like big, you know, whatever Harrison Ford's in a movie. Is that movie good though? Like, it is. I, it's I like long. it. I hadn't seen it for the longest time and I watched it during quarantine. Just because like it was one of those things I've never seen. Right? Like dystopian yeah. kind of first one of those. It's good as hell. It's really good. 
it's 80s as hell, but it's really good. But Rutger yeah. Hauer is like this weird like art film dude who went on yeah. to like make action move, but like he's an art film guy like in this movie. He's a replicant. His time is running out. Like they're only they only live for like a certain amount of time. I won't spoil the movie, but he's dying spoil and he gives this like <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil the movie. Spoil you guys haven't seen it. I won't I shan't spoil it. <laughs> I shan't spoil it. I refuse to spoil it. I think but he gives like a is it cloudy in Denver today? What's going on? He gives a speech. Uh, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's raining. He's covered in rain. And he's just like, I've seen things you wouldn't believe. Attack ships off the fire. Uh, attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in the rain. Time to die. Damn. And he fucking dies, dude. He's holding a bird. The bird flies away. Symbolism. Oh. He just dies, uh, like, from what? Just being, just like, just, just he, being hard. Just being Watch hard, the movie, dude. Yeah. Watch the movie. Yeah. He, just, he <laughs> smoked it to the filter, and then he just passed, huh? All right. I think you got. I yeah. think you have something to watch. Tonight. Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> he eventually succumbs to Lou Gehrig's disease <laughs> in the Blade Runner. He, uh, yeah, dude. And apparently, Rutger Hauer like improvised that line, like, hmm. yeah, like rewrote all his dialogue and everything, and like delivered it. Anyway, it's fucking effective, uh, affecting death, beautiful death, speech leading up to the death. I'll watch. Is it also an earned death? New Blade Runner good? New Blade Runner good? Haven't seen it. Can't help you. (laughs) Can't help you. (laughs) Can't help you there. (laughs) Can't help you. Not your guy. Haven't seen it. (laughs) Oh, you're my guy. You're my guy. I'm your guy still. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll always be your guy. All right. Uh, Jerry, time for your fourth pick. All right. Uh, look, I got a lot in front of me, so I'm going to pull one that I don't think is expected, but I think there's an interesting conversation to have about okay. it. Okay. Hear me out. I'm going Leo and Titanic. Oh, okay. Dude, absolutely on my list. Up. Absolutely yeah. on my list. Let's get this dialogue going. Because <laughs> absolutely. the reason why I'm throwing it up there is, is there a death that did more for teenage and early 20s dating than that death in that movie. No. Meaning, like, I saw that with my girlfriend when I was 16 years old. Uh, it definitely was good vibes after that. Yeah. <laughs> that movie had, like, a two-year run yeah. in the theaters, you know? It had an intermission. That's how, like, you used to... You, I remember being in the theater. I saw it twice with her. And and they there was an intermission. Go outside, you take a piss, you get more popcorn. It just for a 16, 17, 18-year-old dating experience, that movie was perfect because it wasn't jo- like you know visually it was cool to watch yeah never saw any uh, kind of effects like that with the ship going down so it wasn't just like a rom-com or something like that right. and then uh yeah by the way rose there's plenty of room on that little piece of driftwood Bro, you guys that's, are on. Sure. Sure. that's the whole conversation sure i'm saying plenty of room. for no reason yeah plenty of room Get and him up there. we all thought too for a second leo was alive right when like you see him floating there it's like oh he's alive, he's alive. Right? Yeah. young man like that yeah yeah so i'm not gonna say i cried but i think that's a valuable movie death uh that has done a lot for us i love that whole movie love it cover to cover i'm i'm the one that that was going to resonate with the most i think because that was on my list was that on either one of your twos list i had it on the long list i had it on the long list yeah, but because of, I did not have it on my list, but it's because of the fact that I always got mad about that. That it was like there was room, there was yeah. room, but maybe the hypothermia set in and no one was thinking yeah, straight. Yeah, right. A you ship know, just chalk it up a to ship that. Just crashed. I get it. I get it. 
Also, no meat on that guy's bones. You know what I mean? Rose was like voluptuous, no, no. but like Leo was like skin and bones. Here's the big elephant in the room no one wants to talk about why she's on that piece of driftwood and he is not. You were skilled and lucky enough to take an axe and thread the needle and chop the handcuffs off when dude was handcuffed around the pole, not chop his hands up. Yeah. But you're not thinking about, let me get him on this piece of driftwood. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> She did already give him out. She got him out. Like she, yeah, she did her part. I guess how many jams might I have to get you out? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like at some point, you got to do for self. And I'm sorry, but the old woman at the end, at least give the ho- the the heart of the ocean or the sea to like your great grandkid right? or something. It's like a priceless thing. You don't throw. Yeah, like, that could, I get it. You do it for love. Put but generations through college with that. Yeah, thing. Yeah, you know, maybe someone could have done something <laughs> use, useful with that piece of jewelry. Yeah, that was poor planning. Rose blew. Rose yeah. blew it on a number of occasions. <laughs> she blew it. Jim Cameron back again. Yeah, he's back. So as I say, first director to get on the list for a second time. Yeah, I love it, dude. I love it. How to do it? I love that movie so much. Oh wait, yeah, because Fuqua was training bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, that movie created a lot of young parents. There was a lot of there was a lot of affection. <laughs> yeah. A lot of affection after Titanic came out for uh, sure. <laughs> a lot of young parents. <laughs> oh no, yeah, definitely. Leo, dude, excellent pick, Sean Jordan. Time for your fourth pick. We're going to war. We're going to Vietnam. We're going to, uh, I guess I just got to, I don't know how else to lead to it, but Elias and Platoon. When Ooh. So Platoon is, oddly enough, it's one of those movies when we, when I was like 10, my buddy had 12, 20 movies or something, VHS, you know, and they were all his dad's. So at sleepovers, we'd just be like, what do you want to throw on? And it was like all a bunch of those. So I watched Platoon so much growing up and really? yeah That's dude crazy. so much but that scene because like tom you think so tom berenger kill shoots him and like thinks nobody's gonna know and then he's like oh elias is dead and then they're flying out and you see elias running and then he just gets peppered because then they they widen the shot and there's 30 dudes chasing him they just peppering him and then he drops to his knees and that's the cover of the movie where he's on his knees hands up in the air kind of going like why and then it, and then Charlie Sheen looks at Tom Berger, basically just like, I know exactly what time it is. And yeah, it's just nuts, man. It really, you know, I was so young that that was one of the first movie deaths where it set in like, damn it, you know, that you shit out. It's you're going to die. It's crazy, crazy to <laughs> think about. <laughs> this, is a, this is a tough draft for you. I understand. That's your boy Willem, right? Yeah, it's my boy Willem. Big Willem. Yeah. Big WD, Willem style. WD-40 out here. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, it's so, there's that whole yeah. movie's ill and you look at that cast by the way people i feel like people gloss over the cast of that movie but it's so so good so star-studded johnny c mcginley up in there oh yeah Chuck young Sheen, kevin dillon young kevin dillon yeah, up in there kevin dillon. him and johnny depp and that's i mean you wouldn't need to go into detail in the scene but like to just yeah when they're at the village it's just all all people that are now wildly successful and so great and so young and tom berenger who i feel like a lot of people wouldn't say, I don't know. He's just not on a lot of people's radar, I don't think. But he's so good in that movie. Anyway, yeah, just that movie's you think fantastic. Tom on people's radar. Well, I mean that major league, but like I don't know a ton else that people are Behringer heads about. You know, 
Also in Training Day. Yeah, he is. Got a good scene yeah. in Training Day with the, with One the, of the wise, wise men. men. Yeah, yeah, he likes to eat. He likes to eat. Yeah, man. Anyway, Elias and Platoon. Oliver Stone, dude. In a way, like people say all of Oliver Stone's movies are about Vietnam because that was like his generation. He saw all of his friends get sent off. So when he makes uh-huh. an actual movie about Vietnam, you know it's going to fucking hit. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's fine. Although, like Christ symbolism and his dying, you know what I mean? Falling to his knees with his arms spread and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Beautifully shot. I'm going to talk like that now. <laughs> You're that one guy. of those guys. Yeah. David Borey, time for your uh, fourth and final picks. Oh, man. I mean, fourth pick, I got to take it. I'm taking it back to the world of animation, man. I'm taking Mufasa. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Come on, bro. His brother? He's hanging up Dude. there? His brother, Scar, help me? And then my man says, long live the king, mm-hmm. and puts his claws in? <laughs> yeah, dude. Bro, that yeah. shit is not playing. No. That was crazy. Jerry like, Irons, too? Mo- like yeah. one of the most evil voices of all time? I know. Like, yeah. It, like, it, Isn't it Jeremy just, Irons uh, yes. Hans Gruber's Die Hard with a Vengeance? No, am I making that? He is, right? He is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tight. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. That, that scene was like, it was just so dramatic. It was so, you know, it's family. It's... Yeah, it just felt like it felt so big. As it's, a kid, I remember watching it. It felt so yeah. big. It's Shakespeare, dude. It's like yeah. it's it's Richard the Third. It's and I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's a, it's a Every time I hear play. and can yeah, you feel, I'm, I get a little belly butterflies because I think of the death. I think of the Bro, death when I hear the Elton John yeah. song. I just instantly go yeah. to Mufasa. That's dying. one of my uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of my airplane movies. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever it's on a plane, I watch it and I like to have a couple cocktails on the flights these days. And I always tear up watching that movie. Always watching the Lion King on (laughs) On a a plane, like an adult, looking at other grown ups, like, I'm going to go, I'm going to do, I'm going to go into the Wilbur Theater this weekend. (laughs) They know they had to give you Timon and Pumbaa right off, right after that. They were like, we just did did that to the people. It's the only palate cleanser. It's the only palate cleanser. to give them Timon and Pumbaa. (laughs) Yeah. It's True. the only it's the only way you could cleanse the palate. Yeah. After such a no. But yep. it was dramatic. I Had love it. Oof. And then closing it out. Yes, sir. Damn, man. <laughs> I have like I have my heart. I know. There's so and many. Then I have like a classically good scene that I think is not fair that we is still on the board. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm taking Bubba and Forrest Gump. Oh, oh man, come on, man. Yeah, man. It's I gotta find Bubba. I gotta find Bubba. Also in Platoon, lot of yeah, synergy that dude here. Is in Platoon. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Wow, that dude wow. loves dying in Vietnam. So <laughs> shit, you're right. I didn't even think of that too. And then like, when he picks, when he picks him up, when he picks him up, and he's like, "Because they're both dullards." He's like, "Hey, Forrest. Hey, Bubba." And you're like, "Ah, oh, these fucking idiots, man." Uh, yeah, Bubba's a tough. Yeah, Bubba's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, Bubba. It's like the whole quivering and the I'm okay. And then he has like, doesn't he have like? He has like a palm leaf or something. Yeah, there's a palm leaf over his like, like blown out gut because he's a dumb guy. Don't you yeah. feel like he like, should have a piece of all the Bubba Gump set like City Walk and shit like that? Like that absolutely. actor should get some of that yes. money, right? You yeah, give it to the him. brand. That's, that storyline hits because of his performance. His performance yeah, is so good. 
Like, if he doesn't have a back end like point five or a point in bubblegum shrimp, like that's Ooh, fucked I, up. I, I bet he does. Universal. I bet. I bet. I've never something. been to one before. I've been to Not that one on like City Walk, like yeah. when you know at, after doing like Universal Studios or something. <laughs> right. But yeah, that, that might be the only one. When I when I go to City Walk, I'm a Buca de Beppo guy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he doesn't have a piece, but I bet he does have a card that's like, I can, I eat a bubble gum free. Right. I'm bubble gum. Yeah. Pay the man his money. I wouldn't charge him. But yeah, bubble gum Viet, mm. in the fields of Vietnam. Forrest went to go back to get him. So sweet. A lot of, a lot of head bobbling. Great, mm-hmm. great movie. Using those stems he picked up in uh, at, at Alabama. Yeah. 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 We had, it's time to get to Sean Jordan's uh, final pick, but first, we're going to take another quick break. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is Weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem... The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. A huge one for me, you know, just people-pleasing and it's, you say it like it's a bad thing. It's just something that you need to get under control. All of these stressors, you know, you keep them bottled up. It starts to affect you negatively. Everybody. You don't have to feel weird if this stuff affects you. It affects everybody. And there's people, again, myself included, who walk around trying to front like it doesn't, but it does. It always does. It always has. And therapy is a safe place to just get things off your chest. You need to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down, all those problems. Even if you just want to vent or kvetch about somebody, go to therapy, get them new ears on it. You know what I'm talking about? Get it somebody who they're going to leak it to. They're not going to tell your homies. Go let them know. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries, how to do all those things that make you be a better you. As hokey as that sounds, that is what we are all going for. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. All right? Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's convenient, flexible, and it's also suited to your schedule. All right, you just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you don't like the cut of your therapist's jib, as it were, go on and switch. BetterHelp has got your back. They want it to work just like you do. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash fantasy today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash fantasy. Hey, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy, Everything Already in Progress. Sean Jordan is about to make his final pick, the final pick of the draft, his final pick of the draft. Got to stay true to me. My favorite movie of all time. We're going to Tombstone. Ah. And we are picking Doc Holliday in his deathbed. 
I know there's other, there's definitely more active deaths in that movie and there's more satisfying for sure. But Doc Holliday, it just, uh, I don't know. He's probably my favorite movie character ever, I think, Doc Holliday. If I what does catch he me say, on most days. What does he say during that death? Does he have like a he iconic says quote? If, so Wyatt Earp shows up and plays cards and uh, he, they're just playing cards. And I can't, I can't remember the exact words, but it's something to the effect of like, if you ever, if you ever cared for me at all, if you were ever any part of my friend, then I'm almost crying. Uh, he's like, if you're ever my friend at all, you have to leave right now. And then uh, he talks about how he should go find that woman that he's been, you know, that the theater woman who's been like dancing around the whole time. He goes, you find that woman and you live, go live, go live life, you know, like live every day. Seriously, I'm almost crying. And uh, it's just crazy, you know, it's like a bummer to talk about, but that's. Yeah, it's just somebody saying there, being like, go live for both of us, you know? I did what yeah. I could. I was, you know, he had the consumption, as we know. So It's a filthy lunger. <laughs> he was on borrowed time anyway. He was an alcoholic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jerry, I thought consumption meant alcoholism until like six months ago. I, I thought when someone had the consumption, it meant that they were an alcoholic. Yeah, I was battling the consumption. <laughs> People yeah. give me shit about that, but it it's like, sense. it's consumption. It makes, if you didn't know, if there's a clear line, it, you can piece it together. Line. You can piece it together. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're playing cards, and then uh, Doc's just like, you know, get the fuck out of here. And pretty much kicks him out, and then just lays there. Oh, and then this is the part. Wyatt hands him his memoir that he's writing, and it's about Doc. It's called, like, My Friend Doc or something. It's something yeah. like that, but he... Late, right. He puts it on his chest, and you see uh, Val Kilmer just look down and, like, I think, like, a tear, you know, but he's just he's just so good in that movie. Every single thing he does is so good. So, uh, yeah, Doc on his deathbed. This marks the 65th time Sean has picked a tombstone-related pick. I'll bring it up 65 more, Playboy. <laughs> Let's, go. Let's keep banging. Uh, Jerry, time for your final pick. <sighs> I so many left off that I really wanted to discuss, but I, I think I'm in a position where I have to almost go like best of the board here. Yeah. My, like I have my number one on the board, so I'm going to stick to that after going Leo. Uh, I got to do, we got to bring Tony Scott back. Mm -hmm. We got to talk Top Gun. And I think, who are we okay. if we don't talk about Goose, right? Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want, someone had to do it. I didn't I mean, want to have to I do think it. That's yeah, you're totally right. It's you're totally you know, right. I, I, he's there. I got to take him. I didn't. I didn't necessarily. I have other honorable mentions that I'd much rather talk about. But that death did so much. I mean, the whole sequel, thirty years later, is built around that. Com death. Right. Completely. So, completely. Yeah, it was. That was another one that you fucking felt that, that hit. fucked yeah. me up. Because Goose is more likable than Tom Cruise in that. Easily. He's the only. Easily. He's the only human in that movie. Like yeah. Iceman is like a is like an archetype. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like evil villain guy. But Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. like he's Tom Cruise. He can't play a human. He cannot yeah. play a human. You know, no, like, and that's okay. That's I don't need you to. I don't. Need no, you I to. don't need that. That's not what I want from him. I want I want a cake every year, and I want him to play like fucking <laughs> larger than life individual. <laughs> no, and Goose was. He was married to Meg Ryan. He that had a kid. limited time. Exactly. Pulled a whole love story off in like a scene and a half. It's like, great. And we the, love you guys. Where you want. Yeah. You're like, oh, these are whatever this is, is amazing Rooting for them. <laughs> that scene whatever, yeah. is, is if you ever want to like understand what a movie star is, you see Meg Ryan in Top Gun. Because Take me like, to bed or lose me forever. Or That's, lose me forever. She's so fucking charming. Like you fall in love with her. It's they amazing. Have, she's on screen for like three minutes, maybe. And you're like that. Way more than like Tom Cruise and a who is a Ke oh Kelly, I don't even give a shit about Kelly that. McGillis Kelly McGillis 
In the new movie, I didn't give a shit about their love story. <laughs> Where's Meg at? Where's Meg at? Where's Meg? You know what trips me out is Goose is dead in the parachute. That's yeah. what you don't think about. Because yeah. when he's coming down, if you're Maverick or whoever, you're going to be like, all right, he's good. He's obviously he's fine. He's in the parachute. The parachute open. That's the big thing you're going to worry about. But then he like snaps his neck, I think, on the way yeah. out right. on the ejection. Like, yeah, he, he hit the top of the, the thing. Or the top right? of the, yeah. Um, the cockpit, and that's another thing. Yeah. I think only someone like Tony Scott, who we've now discussed, I had to bring him back for the second, for another yeah. one. Right. I, that death, you know, now we all know it so well. But if you really go back to in the moment, people didn't really see it coming in that way because it was, they didn't make a meal of it at the beginning. It wasn't like, here it comes. It happened uh -huh. so quick. Uh, yeah, so how to do it. Goose has to be in this conversation. Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love Absolutely. it. Yeah. I got Maverick bumps just thinking about it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Goose, man. No, you're going to want to go to the doctor for Maverick bumps. You gotta... <laughs> That's a big deal. They're called pleasure bumps, and they're totally normal. <laughs> that actor, too, like just this big, goofy, lovable, like, okay, like, ah, uh, yeah, man. Great pick. Time for my final pick. The final pick of the draft. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go funny. I got a bunch. I got a lot of affecting deaths. I got a lot of shocking deaths. I'm gonna go the gasoline fight from Zoolander. Totally. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's that a works. great closer. Yeah. Dude, the super hot Skarsgård is in that scene. I didn't know that. The guy who's uh, you're gonna have to be more specific, alive. my friend. The Alexander Alex, Alexander's guard. Nothing but hot, super hot. Scars the true guards. blood one. The uh, the guy that's in Big Little Lies. He's in there. He's one of the models. It's pretty awesome. Is he the Northman one? Yes, that's the Northman. He's in that scene. That dude is ripped <laughs> oh, up. Man. Have you guys seen the Northman yet? No. Laura, she won't go there quite yet, but I think we're getting there. But he's just Tell so me he's fucking... shirtless in it, dude. Show him a shirtless picture. She thought, she talks about him in True Blood. And I'm just like, yeah, well, that's the Northman. Can we he got ripped up for Tarzan. Yeah. Yes, he was Tarzan, too. <laughs> Which no one saw. No. No, no. <laughs> I saw those lats, dude. He could, like, fly like a sugar glider with those things. I feel like he, like, jumped up a building. Too. Solid 6'4", too. Solid 6'4". That's what you should call lats is sugar gliders. Sugar gliders, dude. He can fly. I, feel like I can't fly, but he can glide safely from the top of a tree. Yeah. Uh, But, wait, what I pick? Oh, yeah, the gasoline fight from Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. Just fucking so fucking funny. Just hilarious. I wanted one yeah. that wasn't, like, all, all doom and gloom. Great movie, Zoolander. That wraps it up. Marissa, super producer Marissa, do you have a pick? Yeah, I'm going for emotional. I'm going to take Ellie's <laughs> death scene in the first 10 minutes of Up. Oh, oh God. Oh, God, yeah. Brutal. What were yeah. they doing? That's a, <laughs> I remember watching that being like, this is, what are we watching? Yeah, I mean, it set the movie up great. And it that was, was Pixar such just letting you know what they could do. Just like, don't, like, uh -huh. like, we got it like that. We can do it in yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. To, it was like a crying speed run to get me to cry in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. like, that's yeah. amazing. I don't even think it's 10 minutes, by the way. I think it's like five minutes, yeah, right? Like, I don't even yeah. think they take yeah. the full 10. It's immediately. Yeah. They're just like, just so you know what we're capable of. Now we're going to do a full movie. It's going to be balloons <laughs> and talking dogs. It's going to be silly. But just so you know, like what we can do, it's Milton Berle pulling out just enough penis to beat you in a big dick <laughs> contest. It's one of those situations. <laughs> I showed that movie to my three-year-old. He thinks anytime a balloon comes in the house, we're going to fly away. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He's going to terrify the balloons in the house. Not outside the house. In the house. Specifically in-house <laughs> balloons. Yep. That's what... Do you ever... Is there any part of you want to, like, to, like mess with your three-year-old? Like, like, part of me wants to, like, not tell my kids about giraffes <laughs> and then just take them to the zoo one day. I'd be like, what the 
fuck is that? Yeah, just be like, teach them about all the other animals. Get or back. like Or tell them giraffes are fictional, like unicorns. Like unicorns are fake, dragons are fake, giraffes are fake. And then just one day bring them to the zoo and be like, oh shit, giraffes are real. Listen, my goals are no meltdown. I try to avoid the meltdowns. I feel like that could cause a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's a very don't have a kid way of thinking about kids. <laughs> that was like, yeah, I don't want to. No meltdowns today, right? We're going to be good today, right? Yeah. That would demolish the trust bridge that you've just built. <laughs> like, well, Dad, there's a giraffe, and you told me they weren't real. <laughs> Shit. You got to build trust bridges? Okay, to recap. Yes. Sean, you went first. You or David, you went first. You took world the the son from World's Greatest Dad, Cleo, and set it off. The funeral scene from My Girl, Mufasa dying, falling, uh, trampled to death by water buffalo, and Bubba in Forrest Gump. Sean, you went second. You took Patricia Arquette killing Gandolfini in True Romance, the Roadhouse throat rip, Damon getting killed in The Departed, Elias in Platoon, and Doc Holliday on his deathbed in mm -hmm. Tombstone. Jerry, you went third. You took Hans Gruber. Sonny Corleone of The Godfather, Denzel in Training Day, Leo in Titanic, and Goose from Top Gun. All bangers. I think you won, but yeah. I, know. <laughs> I went last. I took the Nazi face melting in Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, T-1000 dying in Terminator 2. Is it T-1000 in Terminator 2? I think so. like an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jaws getting blown up in Jaws, uh, Batty Roy in Blade Runner, and the gasoline fight from Zoolander. We left a lot of great picks on the board. So many. I had Lennox from Belly. Oh, yeah. Who won? Test me. Uh, oh, Ricky Ox. from Boys in the Hood. That, oh, yeah, Ricky. I had that on uh, my list. Yeah. Hillary exactly. from Beaches. Oh, dude. Beaches. The one that I was, Giovanni Ribisi in Saving Private Ryan is the is the best death scene I've ever seen in my life because he's laying there and he's like, it's my liver. And then he goes, mama, mama. He, goes, he starts yeah. talking to his mama. That was it's rough. Crazy. Pesci Casino has to watch his brother get batted Ooh, out. That he gets batted cool. out. As far as like brutal goes, he's still, he's still breathing. He's still breathing. You're like, Joe, he's, he's Frankie, smoking, Frankie, man. he's still breathing, Frankie. Come on. <laughs> and then no, Frankie looks at him and just that one last Frankie's like, oh, turn now. Frankie is ice. Yeah. Dude, Indiana Jones shooting the guy with the sword is pretty funny. You want a funny death? I had Mackay Pfeiffer's reaction in Peyton Full when his son he dies. A lot, oh, a lot yeah. of good deaths. Yeah. Good, good ones. Deaths. Good stuff. Thelma and Louise. Well, we want to hear yours. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at gmail.com. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Patreon. We got a bunch of new content coming for you this month. Shout out to everyone on the AFE Shaslackity, the AFE subreddit. Shout out to super producer Marissa on the ones and twos. Boop, 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 boop. There it is. Shout out to Saint Sue Carmel. Shout out to uh, Haji B. Shout out to Sid the Dude. Shout out to Frankie Ocean. And more important than all of that, Tune in again next week to another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shiklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>